Welcome, Lee. <laughs> that was perfectly timed. Is that the talk? Yeah. Okay. I was like, ooh. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Settle Interference. That's got to stay in. I'm not doing it a third time. <laughs> I'm your host, Bob. I'm your other host, Alex. Joining us today, special guest, Erica. Say hi to the people. My one greatest achievement in life, and I realize that I have created life, I, I understand that, is the fact that I can get my father to laugh every time I play the song Born to be Alive, <laughs> based on a, 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 a uh, what, what, what do you call it, a relation between that song to a relative of ours. It pops him every time, and it makes me so happy. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Very there good. are certain things that pop you every time. Oh, yeah. Like, there's some shit you can just get me to laugh every time. But, like, Alamo can be hard to make pop. I'm, I'm pleased I've gotten there with that because it's taken a couple years, but we've gotten there. Now, every time I, like, you pull the song up on your phone, you start playing it, and he loses his shit. It's great. Did it on Halloween, too. It was outstanding. Do you enjoy freezing to death outside on Halloween? <laughs> it was really cool. It was pretty It was pretty cool. Yeah. I was surprised you guys lasted as long as you did. I mean, the cold actually doesn't really bother me generally. It's just, you know, from a body perspective, when you can't start to feel extremities anymore, you probably should be like, okay, it's time to go inside. <laughs> we aren't weren't all warmed by our janky Geralt costumes. So, mm. you know. That's true. That's true. But we did learn <laughs> Bob looks great with long white hair. Indeed. Truth. Very true. So, you know, the shame is that um, by the time I'm older, I'll just be bald. And uh, so I won't have long white hair. I mean, we've looked into the mirror of the future, Bob. You could, if you wanted to, have a long wig. hair. Or a wig. Yeah. We could yeah, get just, you a good wig. Yeah, well, that's what we'll do. We'll good, just solid invest, wig. We'll just invest in a really good wig. Those are expensive. Like thousands mm. of dollars. Worth it, though, I find. It wouldn't be the first ridiculous expenditure in this home. Oh, no. We buy dumb shit all of the time. I should show you the pins I have on my D&D bag. It's ridiculous. Hey, Erica, say yes. Always. Say yes more. I actually got a, uh, a print and some T-shirts from Etsy this week. So, yeah. T-shirts? Mm-hmm. Hey, Bob, do you want to set up the story of one... Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Alex really just wants so to get to it. <laughs> I can tell you what he said today. Um, okay. So, um, when was it? Like last weekend or earlier this week, it came out that... Earlier this week. It was like two or three days ago. Yeah, it came out that uh, Aaron Rodgers, um, Hall of Fame, you can't see my air quotes, but Hall of Fame... Uh, to be quarterback of the Green Bay Packers and overall douchebag. Um, it was COVID positive. And uh, this came as a bit of a surprise because uh, everyone thought he had been vaccinated. Um, and turns out he's a liar. Yes, he, he, he did well, not. To be clear, he never said he was vaccinated. He was very sneaky. Okay. Yes. When well, this asked is the problem. about this, he said he was immunized. Oh, I see. 
what, what, by and magic? They didn't, and they didn't press him because I think they thought he meant that he was vaccinated. Which is what? Okay. The, the media, I'm saying. The right. team, in theory, knew. One would think. Because... Well, I think it's pretty clear that the team in the NFL knew. They would have to because don't you have to present your vaccination well, card? Because what, what I've read and, may, you know, maybe... The, the, it, it seemed like the story was changing by the hour when it broke, but... What I had read was that the NFL considered him unvaccinated because he wasn't vaccinated. <laughs> um, so they knew like that he wasn't vaccinated. Uh, but, uh, you know, so he got COVID. He's not allowed to play this weekend. I think the earliest he could play is next weekend. Um if he gets a negative COVID test and, but the real, real shit of it is that for every other player who has, uh, did not get vaccinated, like any, like everything you do, you're supposed to do with a mask on short of actually playing downs. And he hasn't been wearing a mask on the sideline, not on the sideline, hasn't been wearing it when he's around his not team. In the media. Uh, so, um, they say he's been wearing it to the team facility, but who the fuck knows? Who cares? You know, so clearly he's, he's put, you know, a lot of these reporters at risk. Uh, Anytime anyone's seen him in public, he has never had a mask on. Right. So, so, you know. So he's a Titanic piece of shit. Which. Oh, it gets better. Let's. Oh, I'm sure. Before we go into whatever he said today, let's just be clear. Aaron Rodgers is a gigantic pile of shit. He's and always the been an asshole. In the, in the evidence has been building up for years and years. Because at first it was like, he's a dick to his family. Well, you don't know necessarily what Maybe the, his family's insane. And I think, maybe his family, trying, I think his family actually are also insane. Well, I mean, which, he would have to become a dick somehow. So, I mean, if the family was bad, right. it would make sense. So I he, don't know any of this. Because so I don't got, give a fuck about Aaron Rodgers. He's... So. he's has issues with the rest of his family. They don't get along. I don't know that they really talk, but it's not because his family are good people and he's an asshole. Mm -hmm. They're all they're assholes. all assholes. Yeah. They just don't get along. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, so, and it's always sunny situation. Everyone's a piece of shit. He's just an obscenely rich asshole. Yeah. So there's that. There was, you know, I. Of course, we're never going to know all the details of whatever happened between him and Olivia Munn. But anyone who can't make it work with Olivia Munn should spend the rest of their lives in hell. Have you seen the Predator movie she's in? I have not. She don't was watch probably it. terrible. I don't care. <laughs> that woman's a I goddess, say, and I can't be convinced otherwise. Don't watch it. No, it, that was a regretted watch. She Anyways. plays video games, Bob. She plays video games. Your wife there material. You well, she's not with Aaron Rodgers anymore, so... You're in. Get it in. I, I don't think that's likely to happen. <laughs> but but anyway, let me have my dreams. So there's so whatever happened with her, evidently that was messy. Um, and then of course all of the shit that going down with, um, him and the Packers this year, all because they dared to plan for the future when you know after Aaron Rodgers would no longer be playing. 
I do think, to be fair, there should have been a conversation. With he him about should it. have been told we're drafting a quarterback in the first round. This isn't you're drafting a quarterback in the sixth round and maybe he'll pan out. If you draft a quarterback in the first round, you are expecting him to replace your current starter. And your current starter also has years left of being highly productive. He's like, hey, what the fuck? We're drafting a guy to sit on the bench, in theory. We should be drafting someone to help us win now. I will give you... So, I, will, I think Aaron Rodgers actually has a legitimate point he in has, this He one. might have a legitimate gripe, but how... Like, I can't imagine that, you know, Green Bay didn't come to him and say, you know, listen, okay, we screwed up. Let's let's make up and move on. He just seems like the kind of guy... He's holding on to that grudge. He's forever. holding a grudge for no reason. You know, they, like they they could they probably made a really good faith effort to try and be like, let's just bury this, and he's just being a dick. Like you look at like he. So I guess this he went to. I was reading about this earlier this week in the wake of all of this. Um, this is a lot more backstory than you probably anticipated. Um, but anyways, uh, he went to Cal. I don't care if this this podcast is long. That's your thing. He went to Cal. We're going at least tomorrow. three hours. Yeah, because no, we've got we've a got lot the challenge. To talk about. I mean, there's yeah. we've got other topics on the list too. So he went to Cal, um, in, which is in Berkeley, um, and uh, he they, so they the university ended up firing the longtime coach while the coach had three years left on his rec uh, contract. Um, and by all accounts, the university really didn't have much choice. The guy was really going downhill. He was ancient. You know, it was like he, they they were they were in a pickle, and they had to make a decision. And you know, no one likes making those decisions, but it's a big university program. They needed a, a head coach who's going to maintain the program. Well, Aaron Rodgers who evidently was very loyal to this man, got so pissy about it that he has stopped saying that he went to UC Berkeley and instead says he went to, like, this little pissant school where he played, like, one down, uh, f- it, it, like, for, like, one game before transferring so to UC Berkeley. So what I'm Berkeley. hearing, what I'm hearing is he's a bitch baby. Yes. Okay. Um, yes, I, I, that is my assessment. So we've got this whole history of Aaron Rodgers being a douchebag. We know that, you know, he said, yeah, I was immunized. So he purposely misled people. Yes. Uh, and now he's got COVID and this leads up to earlier today. I get a text message from Alex saying, don't you fucking dare you asshole. Look up what Aaron Rodgers said today. I'm going to read it to you on the podcast. And I'm thinking, how am I not going to look this up now? You're an asshole. <laughs> You're welcome. So there's a few key points. You got to one of them, which is he purposefully misled. There's no way that was an accident. He misled people on what his vaccination status was. If you say that, if I walked into your home and said that, you would think that meant I got vaccinated. Yes, I would. And then when I found out, I'd rip your heart out of your chest. <laughs> that sounds fair. And then eat it in front of you. And the to NFL, gain your power. And I, <laughs> Sorry. There's not much to gain. 
Well, if you could take my video game power, <laughs> but then you'd have to play video games to use it. Yeah, and I don't really play a lot of video games anymore. Yeah, so that's an issue. I spend a lot of time on Tumblr looking at Witcher gifts. <laughs> I didn't know there was stuff on Tumblr other than porn. Oh, it lost the porn, right? They had to get rid of the porn when <laughs> so now, who bought no, them like a while ago? A Yahoo. <laughs> and then the valuation plummeted. Plummeted. Well, so somebody else bought it for like pennies on the dollar. It turns out <laughs> when you take away the thing that drives all your traffic, you lose, you lose all money. your traffic. Yeah. It's weird. It's a weird thing. <laughs> Strange. So anyways, you and four other people use Tumblr. It's a very so, small, close-knit community. <laughs> so he said the uh, thing about being vaccinated, except he really wasn't. And then the NFL, I'm not going to pretend like I know all the details, but I know if you're not vaccinated, you're supposed to be on a different flight from the rest of the team. So you're not he wasn't doing that. everyone, right. He wasn't wearing a mask around these people on those flights. He isn't wearing a mask when he's on the sideline like he's supposed to. He's not wearing a mask in front of the media. So he's a gigantic piece of shit. Now, he kept radio silent for a day or two. Oh, and then he got on. But I think he saw he's being trashed a lot, and he got mad because he's an asshole. Because, you know, rather than admit that maybe you did wrong, it's better to dig in. You got to dig in. You got to dig those heels so, in. Get that trench going. He goes on the Pat McAfee show. Uh, WWE commentator and sometimes wrestler. You know Pat Mack. You would know him if you saw him. He's a former punter. Uh, now, Pat let him just bury himself, which I appreciate, because it's entertaining for me. He just sat back and just listened. So, I have some quotes here from a Twitter thread. <clears throat> Aaron Rodgers says he's, quote, in the crosshairs of the woke mob right now. Oh, baby. I'm somebody who's a critical thinker. Oh, sweetheart. <laughs> For me, it involved a lot of study in the off season. <clears throat> so he did his own research. <laughs> which which is a, that's a hole right there. <laughs> in April, the J&J vaccine got pulled due to clotting issues. So the J&J vaccine was not an option at that point. Aaron Rodgers says he is worried about the possibility of vaccines causing sterility. Rodgers now is now discussing his concerns about inhaling C2O during workouts while wearing a mask. CO2, maybe. Is that what they meant? Probably. Probably, yeah. Uh, oh, sweet pea. More from Aaron Rodgers. Quote, what about... This is my new favorite one, Erica. This is my new favorite one. What about my body, my choice? You know what? With these what about making the best decision for my circumstance? That's the everyone. new anti-vaxxer one. No, I know it is. I know it is. The idea that it's the pandemic of the unvaccinated, it's just a total lie. If the vaccine is so great, then how come people are still getting COVID and spreading COVID? Because they're not vaccinated. And now... Mm. Ooh. My favorite. <laughs> the quote. favorite. Okay. Amongst many great Bracing. ones. Bracing. You know what? I'm going to leave out the name and let's see if you guys can guess after I finish the quote. Okay. I don't think it's going to be hard. Quote I consulted a good friend of mine, blank, 
And I've Joe been Rogan. doing a lot of the stuff he recommended in his podcast. Yep, there it is. Joe Rogan. That's a problem with someone we know, too. I didn't even need you to start reading it. Yeah, you really exactly didn't. Yeah. Close personal friend, Joe Rogan. Uh, he confirmed on the show he's been taking the horse dewormer. Oh, my God. Rogers is claiming that in the 2020 election or in that in 2020, the left was anti-vaccine while Trump was president. And then suddenly after Biden's election, everything flips. Yeah, I don't think that happened. No. Quote, they sent in this stooge early in training camp to shame us for being 19th in the league in vaccination rate. You should be shamed for that. Rogers keeps emphasizing that he probably caught COVID from someone who was vaccinated. This seems very important to him. But he doesn't know. On his homeopathic treatment, quote, it was a way to stimulate my immune system to create a defense against COVID. <sighs> quote, the only time I don't wear my mask is when I'm around all vaccinated people. Yeah, I, I buy that one. Sure. Quote, there is a lot to natural immunity and natural immunity has not been part of this conversation. If you've gotten COVID and recovered from it, that's the best boost to immunity that we can have, which is true. But you don't want to get COVID to get the quote unquote better natural immunity because you don't know the long term effects of it. <laughs> yes. Your lungs could dry up and rot out of your like your chest in five years. Quote, I'm a non-vaxxed person, so the right is going to champion me and the left is going to cancel me. But the whole time, I don't give a shit about either of them. The only desire I have is to empower people out there to take autonomy over their body. So I'd like him to get hit by a bus. Why do people hate ivermectin? Not just because Trump championed it, but because it's a cheap generic and you can't make any money off of it. Oh, sweetie. I feel really good. And if this were the flu, there's no reason I wouldn't play on Sunday. Uh, now, this is another key where he's lying. Rogers claimed that he couldn't take either of the two mRNA vaccines due to an allergy to an ingredient in those vaccines. Now, the reason uh, you know he's lying is because if he had an allergy to the vaccine, he would have been granted a medical exemption by the NFL. No, yeah, mm -hmm. that's bullshit. That's like when like some wafy blonde wasp bitch goes into a restaurant and she's like, I'm allergic to peanuts. Don't have them in my thing. But she just doesn't want peanuts in her dish. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. Like they is all the, talk like this. Is the wafy blonde bitch like attractive? Because I mean, I don't find her attractive because mm. she's kind of a super cunt. But maybe you would find her attractive. Everyone has their thing. Different strokes for different <laughs> folks. Alex. Anyways, Aaron Rodgers setting himself up to uh, maybe take uh, like Tucker Carlson's job one day. There you go. And he shit on the right too, though. So he told a him to go bit. fuck himself. A little bit. A he's, little bit. He's he's parroting all their talking points. Right. So he didn't really shit on them. Well, and they're all idiots, so they'll be like, oh, yeah, that's our guy. He shat on us. That's our guy. I did think uh, the funniest thing I've seen so far is earlier today, the Daily Show Twitter said, is Aaron Rodgers trying to prove COVID is fake or that CTE is real? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Alex, you'll be happy to know I deleted Twitter off of my phone. I have not looked at it all week. 
I don't remember what the dumb thing was that happened that I was like, hey, guess what? I'm not dealing with this mm-hmm. anymore, and I'm a happier person for it. I just have no idea what's going on in the world anymore. Well, see, I use Reddit just for news. Like, see, if there's I something need to start ca- doing that. If, I, if there's something I care about, Reddit's a pretty good way. Like, if you want to, you know, suffer and look at politics, you can look at the politics subreddit. If you want to hear about xbox stuff there's the xbox there's places to go you know there's subreddits for fucking everything you just got to disable like most of the ones that auto subscribes you to Mm. um i've never been auto subscribed to a subreddit maybe you've been on reddit for so long that that wasn't there maybe when you you logged no i remember because i only got like a reddit account um maybe you're or two ago, like I that long. have an account, but I haven't had it for long. I, I have the app on my phone. I don't remember when I put it on there, but I don't use it a lot. Usually, it's mm-hmm. when you send stuff, it'll mm-hmm. direct me over there, or you send me stuff. Um, yeah, like I'm I'm on Tumblr and I'm on Instagram. I spend way too much time on Reddit and entirely too much time on Ao3. So, but I, we all we all have our our struggles. Yeah, I just I. I can see the various use cases. And if I was Kim Kardashian or something, I would absolutely be on Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or whatever. But for me personally, I have nothing to gain from really any social media network. I think Reddit is different. Like, yes, Reddit is technically social media, but I think it's really more of a gigantic forum. Right. Like, it's just a ridiculously insane forum with a shitload of sections. Like, that's essentially what Reddit is. What the thing was that, like, pissed me off. The, uh, so the show, and it's Witcher related, because of course it is. The showrunner is a, a woman. I forget her name off the top of my head. I think it's Lauren something. But she had posted something for Halloween that had taken the poster they had just released, which had, uh, a purple-eyed sorceress, grungy Superman, and the kid that no one cares about on there and it replaced everybody with uh men different dudes from the cast and somebody like a bunch of people i guess tweeted at her like well that's erasing the women from the show and it was like i I can't do this anymore i can't be aware of dumb shit like (laughs) this because it's like if that's what you're getting mad about well and that's the thing about reddit is you can just, if someone posts something that's interesting, maybe it's news of some sort or whatever it is, some funny tweet or whatever, you can just click on that thing and just look at that. Or if you want to click through and read the comments for whatever reason, maybe you need more context or someone's yourself. giving some good information. Right. I think Reddit is actually far less toxic because it's moderated. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's key. Got to be moderated. You, you know, it is funny. Because this is a topic I did want to talk about today, and I didn't expect to get here this way. But um, don't say running. Don't say running. Don't say running. I'm so- I-, I was gonna say you're welcome, but now I might have to say I'm sorry. <laughs> don't say that. Don't Do say you want running. me to keep talking about The Witcher? We can hold him at bay. <laughs> no, I just want to know. Like, just say it. Just say. Just it. rip the bandaid off. So one of the best communities on Reddit <laughs> is NICU Parents. Okay. Oh wow. <sighs> <laughs> you bullet dodged. They kicked it down the way a couple couple minutes because you, you know it's coming, Alex. That train's never late. <laughs> Damn it. 
Uh, no, actually, I know you were on there a lot when we were. Yeah, and we I, were I, I still try and go on there and just offer you know, advice. Yeah, anything to help people who are going through it right now, and and it's it's one of the things I do like about Reddit, and I think you're completely right, Alex, because it's moderated. You know, you'll be in it's a, a good sub with good moderators. Like, get yeah, get the fuck out of here. If you're trying to be an asshole, you're being an idiot. get right. And look, if you go read certain subreddits, you can imagine what they are. It's going to be a bunch of shitheads. But if you go to that subreddit, you have to know what you're getting into. Yeah. You know, you could take a guess. Yeah. What subreddits, what types of things I could possibly I mean, be talking about. I've, I've, I've had, I've been on subs where I've went to, to post something and I just didn't understand like, one of their obscure rules and the and mods will pull it down. And it's not like I was being offensive or anything like that. It just, I wasn't quite following the rules of the sub. And it's like, it, you know, it's kind of nice to see though. Cause it's like, okay, you know, people are, you know, one, they've set rules. There's rules and the rules are being followed. Right. Not well, we have these rules, but you know, you can do whatever you want. We're going to let you do whatever you want for six years. And then you're going to say something's going to piss off the people that like make all the money. And then we're going to pull you off, but then we're going to make you a martyr and make everything worse. Mm -hmm. So now the segue that I did want to talk about. Here it comes. Um, Choo choo. (laughs) Train's coming into the station. So I was on. I would like to talk about how (laughs) dead inside Alex looks right now. The topic is not about running, (laughs) but running is how we get there. I was on I was on the the running sub <laughs> earlier today. AO3 and somebody posted um, Erica put that down. <laughs> Never. We suffer together. <laughs> Do we? Put that down. <laughs> Continue please. <laughs> Someone posted uh, saying, "Hey, you know, I run a lot, uh but I've still got this beer belly." And I just can't shake it. And if you go through the whole post, the, the, you know, the, the problem is becomes very obvious. And this person's comments and replies to people, it's like, okay, you're running, but one, you're not running that much. And two, you're not watching your diet at all. So that's why you're not losing weight. You're probably actually lucky to be maintaining your weight. But nonetheless, like there's a way to reply to that comment in um, like a, you know, a, a kind, constructive, constructive way. Not right? an asshole. Not be a douchebag. And what's interesting, in general, the running community is usually super positive, really just wants to help you. And that applies to the Reddit, too. This is the one area that. I've noticed this community and definitely outside of the the running community that people are just become shitty human beings is anytime you're talking about weight loss, people just want to fucking shit on your head. Can can I tell you why? Because society hates fat people. Yeah. It just, everyone is like, just put down a fucking jelly donut. You douchebag. It's like, come on. Fair point. I mean, sound advice. However, it's it's not that's not constructive. It's not constructive. It comes from a place of malice. Like right. it really does. Well, because it's assuming one that the and 
it's not that there's always a medical issue, but there could be a medical issue. It's hard for some people to lose weight. And you know what? If you want a fucking jelly donut, eat the fucking jelly donut. That's not going to be the end of the universe. Should you be eating an entire, like, 12-pack of jelly donuts? Probably not. Probably not the best idea. But if you want a jelly donut, have a fucking jelly donut. It's okay. Should the jelly donut be the chaser after you've eaten half of a pizza? No, probably (laughs) not. But you know what? If you're having a bad day, you're having a rough day, Alex, fucking go for it. It's none of my goddamn business. No. What you put in your face is not my issue. Well, sure. But if you're asking, what should I do to lose weight? It's like, well, yeah, you should eat less. Well, I think the other problem is people don't realize just how much their their caloric intake is. Yeah. And they're overestimating how much you're burning when you are going out and running because you feel like you, you're dying when you're running. Well, so you think you're burning a lot more than well, you actually are. Well, and think are. about this. I ran, you know, as we all know, I ran the marathon. Did you? Did you run the marathon? Take a guess how many calories I burned in the course of that marathon. Mm. This is a ballpark. I don't know. Alex? Thousand. Uh, I'm going to guess 2,700. That's actually remarkably close. Um, it's about 100 calories per mile. So, I mean, and, and that's that's it. That's nothing. No, that's not... 100 it's calories. Not even a, 100 calories for a mile is... is I mean, 100 calories is nothing in the that, scheme of a day. That that whole marathon, I burned only one pound worth of actual calories. I mean, I dropped like 10 pounds in water weight. Sure, but yeah, that the doesn't, water's flying out of your body. Right, but I mean, that's... You can't a, replace that, it Yeah, fast that's the enough. thing. So, you know, you're not actually burning that much from the and and then you know and so this this person obviously wanted to be told well if you just run more you're gonna it's like eh, it's, it doesn't work that way unfortunately Sorry. there is no well sure look if they go out and they run 20 miles every single day you could certainly get away with eating a lot of food but yes you're not going to be you're not going to have the weight flying off your body though no, no let's say let's say you run like right now i'm running like 33 34 miles per week um okay so that's a pound a little more than a pound a week i could theoretically be losing just from running but you know the the thing about running and this is part of my reply in that chain was and this is the thing that like this is how i know people are coming at this from a place of malice it's it's like if you think about it though like anyone who runs you know you need carbs. Like, I have not lost any weight since I started a marathon training. If anything, I've gained some weight because you need fuel. Like, you know, you can't perform at a calorie deficit. And it's one of the reasons I'm actually looking forward to my off season so that I can really focus on being at a calorie deficit for a little while and, you know, cut another 20 pounds. Um, because I can't do it during marathon training. You need the calories. The, the problem is, one, society at large hates fat people. Yes. Um, it's gotten maybe a little better. I think the last generation, like, really, really hated fat people. I'm only speaking to, from to personal be fair, experience. Fat people also hate fat people. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing. That's the there thing. is a lot of the, the, well, at least I'm not that big. Well, there's that. And I used to be that person. 
And I try actively try not to be, because, you know, again, it is none of my goddamn business. You don't know why that person is as big as they are. It is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't make them a bad person. You are not no. a bad yeah. person because you are fat. No. That is not to say that you can't be in a fat asshole, because there are many fat assholes. Sure. But... Well, whether or not you're an asshole is... Is independent of the fact that you are you are fat. I mean, I'm an yeah. asshole. I just am. <laughs> I mean, but, I'm a bitch, but I, I mean, I am also fat, but the two things are not... Yeah. Well, and then hey. you, you say that you're fat. This drives me crazy. People be like, oh, you're not fat. And I'm like, yeah, I am. Like, I know what I weigh. Everyone... This is the thing, is if you go technically by BMI, almost everyone is fat. In the United States, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, we have like to f- not to not be fat, how much would you have to weigh, Bob? How tall are you? I'm five foot ten. You'd have to be like hundred and forty pounds. Hundred and seventy five. Like and you'd look like a cancer patient. I don't think I'd look like a cancer patient. I think that at one seventy five, look, regardless of whether or not that's healthy, at one seventy five, you would look like you have never eaten food in your life. Man, that sounds wonderful. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Here's the weird thing about BMI to me is BMI doesn't take into account like you having any muscle on your body. Well, no, See, it's a very outdated way of because looking at things. if you if you look at like look at Corey on the challenge. Okay, I'm bringing it to the challenge. I saw Corey with his shirt off this whole episode. That dude is fucking shredded. He's in incredible shape. I guarantee you, if that guy goes to the doctor, he is technically overweight by the BMI standard. Probably. I, I, I understand what you're saying. I also think, though, that criticizing the BMI system is kind of trying to, like, let yourself off the hook a little bit. No, I'm not trying to let myself off the hook. I'm just saying it's it's a little. It, it it's is like outdated. it's meant to be all encompassing, and, you can't and I just be. don't think it tells it's, the story. It's a guide. Mm-hmm. It's not sure. like you, like if like so. I went to the doctor, and you know, and at when I weighed in at Doctor Rodeo, it was two hundred five, and doctor said lose thirty more pounds. And that's what my doctor said. And yes, that's largely based off of uh, the BMI chart. If I go back to her and I've lost 20 pounds and I say to, say to her, I genuinely cannot lose any more weight. I have tried. It's just not going to work. Like, I'm I'm at where I can get to. Um, you know, she'll, evaluate, she'll take that into consideration. I guarantee she's not going to be saying, well, you're not at the right place on the BMI chart. Because Dr. Rohde, is, she's not that kind of a doctor. No. But there are those kinds of doctors there are. out there. For there sure. are. But I've been going to Dr. But, Rohde for... But it's a guide. No, it is. It is, it is. But and she's but she's never, ever... And I've, I've always been fat. She's never... It's always just been like, you know. You're not dumb. Yeah. You know, try. Well, you can, and great. If not... And here's, here's the thing. Almost everyone who's overweight wishes they weren't. You know, they they want to they don't want to be overweight. Being overweight sucks. It's harder to do everything. Well, and you're treated like like shit. And yeah, and it is harder to get medical care because it's all oh well you're fat that's why you're first sick. thing you got to do is lose weight. Right. You know, maybe once you lose fifty pounds, you, you hear know. like fucking horror stories, and it's like the fuck. So we're lucky to have a good doctor. Yeah. So it just it's it's very frustrating. It was very, and it was frustrating. You know, and it's not the first time I've seen it on that sub. Well, the other thing is, you could be a fat ass and run. Yeah. I'm running, and I'm a fat ass. 
I'm trying. Yeah. Well, and it, th- see. Ooh, Alex, did I tell you the story? We won't name names or anything, but so, a while ago, I had just started this Couch to 5K app, and uh, I was telling people about it, and uh, one of the people gave me the, the eye, the look down, the quick scan of the body, like, oh, you fat ass, really? Oh, You're I running? This was. I have heard about this. Did I tell I you this story? Okay. I, you did, someone else told me. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. I, one of the nights he was firing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Alex, if it had been the two of us, their their parent was there. So I was like, I, I, I can't do the verbal evisceration. You, you were like, I, like Kiru Kazuma, <laughs> teach life lessons with my fists. You just go punching <laughs> out the front door. It's just, it's just like you don't have to be mean to people. Like, they re- like. Well, what the, the guy on that podcast you listen to, Ten Junk Miles? Yeah, he's a fat ass and he's running ultras. Yeah, to be to be fair, and your, for your story, did that person know they were being a bitch? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they did. Well, no, you like you can run like and all the all that matters is like that you're going out and you're trying, and you know even if you're not trying, it's none of your business. Like, don't comment on other people's weight. It's not well. Helpful. Other people's health. It's not your business. No. I if you're not specifically, even if you're not specifically asked, keep your mouth shut. And if you are asked, don't be a dick. Like, try to give because you know what? You might actually have that one little bit of information that might help. That might help them. But if you if you give it in a bitchy or shitty way. It's it's they're just gonna get pissed off at you for being a dick. It's like when you're walking in a parking lot and some asshole makes a comment on your mask. You really just have to tell them to go fuck themselves. Yeah, what did I say? You told them to go fuck, fuck yourself. I think I said fuck off. Yeah. Or maybe I said fuck you too or something. There was a fuck in there. Okay. As there should have been. <laughs> it's such a great word. I love You that. know who delivers that line really well? Just a good fuck. Our glorious listener. <laughs> fuck 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 it's the only thing i know from that show is just here's, where is he he's like he's in that in henry cavill's sculpted physique did you know he did all of his own stunts on that show did he in front of that what, up today, a yeah. man. What, what a man what a mighty good man alex yeah. he's not bad for a real life man he's no kiru kazuma <laughs> gotta appreciate the dorkiness as well it's hysterical. I was watching, I forget what I was watching. We don't have to talk about this for long, but like you see him in interviews and he's talking about like whatever project he's working on. And then someone brings up the video games and a light, yeah. like there's, a, there's light a light up. and he's like, oh, something to talk I about can this. talk about. And the interviewer never wants to talk about it for no. longer than just a question. And then you see the light dim again, kind of like the last podcast we did where you got all joyous and then you got sad, but mm. it's, it's outstanding because he's, life- he's like, oh, we're going to, oh no, we're not. Okay. But that was like an instant cutting off of the light. Like I, I, I shut the light. You off. did. You, sh- you snapped it off at the source. There, there's always a, a couple minutes where he gets to talk about it, and then it's like, oh, that's right, that acting thing I do. Sads. See, I couldn't. Like, I would go, app actually insane if I had to do those press junkets. Oh no, that's like that's I'm what you're gonna, being paid for. I'm just gonna kill myself. <laughs> yeah, I don't care how much you pay me. I can't do this. No, because it's literally you're sitting in a room with a poster of whatever the fuck you worked on, and it's just a person coming in and asking you the same five questions over 
and over and over. It, and oh, over those are the worst. Over. With the poster of your whatever you're doing behind you, and you have to pretend like you give a fuck. It's the fucking and worst. And the light is gone from your eyes. There's that one where it's it was for Batman v Superman, I think, where it's Henry Cavill and he's talking, and it's Ben Affleck, and Ben oh Affleck looks God. like he, he wants like to he wants kill to everyone in the room and himself. It's amazing. The one of the best parodies I've seen on that is for whatever reason Edgar Wright did that. Who has a new movie out, by he, the way? He does. Um, he uh, he for some reason was inter- doing that interview with uh, Michael Sarah and Jonah Hill for Superbad, and um, I don't know why he was doing it, but the first thing he asked them was. So, you know, what question are you tired of hearing from all these press junkets? And they're like, oh, man, you know, we're just so tired of asking what does it mean to be super bad? And then he immediately asked, what does it mean to be super bad? Because, of course, he was going to ask that. (laughs) It was it was enjoyable. Every now and again, you'll get like a viral thing out of it where one of the people come in and just be like, yeah, I hate this job. So I'm just going to ask you whatever. Like, what do you want to talk about? This sucks. You clearly don't want to talk about the movie anymore. So. How are you? What's How's up? it going? Hey. hey. I couldn't do it. I couldn't. I, I genuinely could not do it. The more you it's, think about I just being need, like a famous actor, I, it just sounds terrible. I would need like a, someone to follow me around with a like a little digital sign that just showed the balance of my bank account perpetually. So that facing I could, you, so you could be like, that's why I do this bullshit. This. Okay. It's like Dennis Rodman said on the last dance. I would play basketball for free. I'm being paid for everything else. <laughs> <laughs> Just the shit you have to. Yeah, no, no thanks. Oh, speaking of the last dance, did you see? Mm, Scotty Pippen. He had some issues. Which I didn't really understand. It's been a while since I've watched it. I didn't think he came across bad. No, I mean, they did talk about the thing where he, you know, was hurt and he didn't get the surgery at the right time. So it led to him being out all season. But one, I think they still won the championship that year, so it didn't matter. And two, it's like a lot of the things were were things Scotty did to himself. He signed a contract where he was going to be undervalued, Uh, you know. He's the one who took himself out of that game when he wasn't taking the final shot or whatever. You know, a lot of this stuff was self-inflicted. Yeah. But I didn't come out of watching it with a poorer opinion and, of Scotty. Michael Michael says the words, there is no Michael without Scotty. Our names should always be said together. He said that. Well, and I think if you're a if you were a fan at the time, you know that. Yeah, you, uh, dude. Everyone needs that guy who's still... This is the thing. Scottie Pippen is one of, like, the 10 best basketball players in the history of the world. Right. He just happens to be playing with Michael Jordan. He's just not better than Michael Jordan. Right. Yep. And you know what? That's No one else is either. Right, exactly. It's fine. But it was like when LeBron was in uh, uh, Cleveland for how long? And he didn't... What? Luol. Dang. So I don't know if we've ever talked about this, but I used to listen to uh, Boers and Bernstein on the score. They've been off the radio for 
a while. Bernstein's still on, but Boris and Bernstein was glorious because it was just... And I don't care about sports, but half the time they would talk about other shit and it was just ridiculous. But there was this call and it was during the playoffs and this guy called in and he was like, LeBron James isn't even like a top 10 guy right now. And they were like, oh, sweet pea, sweet summer child. Okay, so go. Who, who are your top 10? And he's clearly just looking through the newspaper and like seeing who's ever in the playoffs right now. He's an unemployed man who was calling just to be bitchy on the radio. And they knew this, but they were like, let's have some fun with it. It'll be good radio. And one of the names was Luol Dang, and they like hung up on him after that because they're like, yeah, we're done with this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> well, here's the You're thing. just a dumbass. Yes, but here's the thing. Anyone, almost without fail, I mean, there are a few exceptions, but almost everyone that calls in to the sports radio shows are dumbasses. Correct. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's 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 what sports radio is built on. My other favorite was <laughs> there was a guy. They had been talking about it's Alabama State is the roll tide bullshit, right? Is that them? It's Alabama, whatever. I don't know I about. I believe so. I don't it's know University about college sports. Of Alabama. I don't care. Whatever. University no of Alabama roll tide. So they were shitting on Alabama for whatever reason. And like an hour later, this guy gets on the radio and he just starts going, roll tide, roll tide. And they were like, you sat on hold for 50 minutes just to say that, huh? Yeah. Hope it was worth it. <laughs> Next caller. <laughs> yeah. The, the, I mean, I get it when you're doing... It's not easy, right? When you're doing four or five hours every single weekday of sports radio, I'm not saying it's a hard job. Like but there's not going to be... Physical labor-wise. You're not going to have stuff to talk about yeah, all the but time. That's, that's a hard job. And the other thing is, is with sports radio is your job's not really done when you just do however many hours you do mm -hmm. a day. Oh, no, you got to watch everything. Because you have to go watch everything, too. Even when it's bad. <laughs> yeah well you that's the best everything? when it's bad no oh yeah that's the best when it's bad because then you have things to talk about i oh, remember who, who was the coach that dummy dr death yes who was the coach what was his name i don't remember he ended up in like i think he ended up either mark in tressman yes oh mondays after mark tressman were the best because it was just like it's easy. That's that's when it's easy to glorious. do your job. Yes. It's glorious. Just like, it's just like this podcast. We could sit here and we can shit on something for hours on end. But if something was great, it's like uh, it's it hard to great. talk about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I will say we definitely have stuff that we enjoy that you could talk about ad nauseum. But you know, some of us hold back because we don't want to bore anybody. Other people talk about running for several hours, but it's it is what it I've is. I've never talked about running for several hours. I, I'm. I mean, I talk about it collectively, <laughs> frequently, but you know, it's like how people in Chicago you, you all think that like you get a lot of snow, but you only average like thirty four inches a year. I never said we get a lot of snow. Who's y'all? Why are you lumping me in? <laughs> I believe when we talked about this the other day, I actually said we weren't getting a lot of snow for a lot of years, but now the last two years we've been getting hammered. We have gotten a lot of snow the last two years. That's what I said, Bob. Did mm -hmm. I not? I also remember being like a kid and getting a lot of snow. Like it feels like 
the past like 20 years we haven't gotten a lot of snow barring the last yeah, two i remember one time when i was younger and we definitely got at least a foot like there was one where it was crazy there were like, a couple real good snowstorms blown yeah. up against the garage door and so the garage door was like three feet deep at the front in snow you know yeah so you're just um, all right we're just here yeah this is miserable we're here until we dad can move, get home we and have to move that snow and shovel dad like the who do you think mule did, he is. who do you think did that <laughs> i know who did it who at do your you house? think was the pack mule <laughs> yeah dad hilarious <laughs> anyway uh but yeah i mean the last but the last two years we've been getting hit pretty good again yeah like, it's been almost every day during the winter we, you're out there cleaning something up we won't get anything this year didn't we didn't, no, you, you bought a new there, snowblower we definitely won't get anything wasn't this year. the all-time record set last year for snowfall in illinois it got close because we had a lot last but year. it didn't actually break it hey, look i'd be thrilled if there wasn't any i'm totally fine if it's like minus 15 every day but there's no snow cool we're we're not going to get any snow not only because i bought a new snowblower but i also bought some cross-country skis oh yeah we're definitely not we're getting not snow. gonna get an <laughs> inch no nope. are you gonna be a winter runner bob you're gonna run outside and freeze to death yeah because you'll stay warm because you're moving in theory what see why are you toying with me what do you mean because i could talk about this for like 10 more minutes but You'll just, you'll just find like a Erica, reason to derail Erica, me. the phones are off limits on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, you, okay. Then when he starts playing his fucking games, you need to be saying that to him. I too. do say something, don't I? Not usually. Double standard. Yes. Look, it's great to be a guy. If there's one is. thing women should be used to, it's getting the short end of the stick. All right, here. <laughs> <laughs> I will leave this podcast and it will be the worst for it. I will say that right now. <laughs> Uh, you are right, though. Like the the general rule of thumb is, you plan for it to be about. You want to plan your clothing for about twenty degrees warmer um, than what it is. Yeah, because you're gonna warm up, right? You're so, gonna be sweating, and it's actually it's kind of like at a weird temperature right now because, um, like they even like at fifty, they say shorts and t shirt. Like that's still what you should do. It's once you get down to like 40, um, it starts to get, they start, suge- you know, saying maybe put on long sleeves. I had pants and a coat on when I went out today. So well, look, I think it's good. Get out there in the winter, snow, whatever. Toughen yourself up, Bob. Hey. When it gets warm again, it'll be like heaven. See, the the thing that I do struggle with, because I'm, I'm generally a cold weather guy. The one thing I really struggle with in the cold is cold hands. My hands get really cold. I like I was out double yes- glove. Well, I was out yesterday, and you know it was perfectly warm, and I went for a run. Did you, midday. Do during, you do it during the day. Yesterday. Yeah, I went midday. Well, so that's the thing. Like, because you went like Tuesday night, and I think it was cold. Tuesday night, I I'm, I've been really struggling to get up early and do my runs because I I just it's so hard to get up in the dark. It's it just really is, um, but also it's it's a lot colder, um, so uh, it was um, being out in the sunlight's nice. I, I do prefer to run in the the sun. Although the ne- Sunday I went, I ran fifteen miles, sixteen. I I can't remember, but I did that 
like at, it started at like five in the morning there's not even anyone out on the trail at all I'm just this creepy guy with a headlamp running down the the trail with no one else around <laughs> I do generally describe you to people as the creepy guy with the headlamp so. <laughs> and he was gonna name. wear a hot dog costume but he decided against it that would have been funny. It would have been funny. I love the idea of like another person on the trail and they see in the distance there's this light and they can't quite make out the costume yet. It's just this nebulous shape. And the closer you come up, it's like, I think that maniac's wearing a hat. See, I, I did. I did put I decided against wearing a hot dog costume until the until like we were at least at like pre dawn. So we're also burying the lead here. Bob had two costumes on Halloween. I did. He was a hot dog. But isn't the hot dog costume a regular? It is. It's in the rotation. I keep it in the trunk of my car so that it's always at the ready. Just in case. You never know when you're going to need a hot dog Just in case you need to rob a hot dog stand. (laughs) (laughs) I think you should put Hinky Geralt in the trunk as well. You just need that wig on you at all times because you never know when the situation is going to call for it. The sword is going to live in my office from now on. I don't know if you noticed that. I did notice that. Yeah, yeah. I think that the rest of the costume should be in Erica, say yes. Buy a real sword. <laughs> no, that's, re- that's that Renaissance the, Fair. Hang that from on my the brother. Wall. I also have, a, I'm going to get a nice sword, like a good sword, not some hinky piece of oh, shit. Well, Thank you. You know, if you were a real fan... And you played Final Fantasy VII Remake. You get the I big would one. say you could buy the Buster Sword. That <laughs> you can't but even lift. You're not a real fan. No, I'm not. So you can't. I'm a fake. I'm a fake gamer girl. That's me. No, I would buy a real sword, but we have a two-year-old, so I don't think I could put that up on the wall. <laughs> you just don't let her in the room. Yeah, she she gets in places. Mm. Yeah. We haven't quite learned how to open doors yet, but we're getting there. Mm. We're getting tall and we're reaching and oh, about to climb over the crib. Then you're yep. gonna have to put her in a regular bed, and then it's all <laughs> downhill from there. Yep. Yep. First, so she did get a kick out of the uh, the plastic. Or, well, no, that's not it's foam, isn't it? Yeah, she's been fun. running around with that a lot. It's funny. What's that? The sword. Oh, she's a big fan of it. She's dressed as an avocado for Halloween. It's she like, was running around with the sword. It was great. Three <laughs> times the size of the... <laughs> So, so I, I'm glad we're talking about the costumes because now I found out that Erica had purchased this bard costume. And I said, oh, the bard. Do we want to get into this? Because, yeah, I was going as like a D&D character. We could have had a rad couples costume. It would have been awesome. I was not made out because someone was like, ooh, I my thought, costume is a surprise. You don't get to know what it's going to be. I was like 90% sure I knew what it was going to be, but I'm not going to go out and spend a whole fuck ton of money. So what I'm hearing, <laughs> what I'm hearing is it's okay for me to go and, and get a cosplay of the bard, which I'm going to wait because we're going to see what he's in this season. Mm. Looks good in the trailer. I'm just saying. But yeah, so all right. Kink, keep Hinky Geralt <laughs> next year. We're in. We're in. Save up for a loot. It'll be great. You'll just have to buy the matching costume for Izzy well before your mother buys him. Yeah, we'll figure it out. (laughs) We'll figure it out. She can go as Jennifer. It'll be great. (laughs) 
I mean, I'm not putting contacts on a baby because I'm not a monster, but. Could you imagine trying to get contacts on a baby? No. Like, it's just not possible. It's just not a thing that's going to happen. It shouldn't happen because, oh my God, why would you ever do that? But, yeah, no. You could put your good wig baby in a, a tanning bed. <laughs> you could. It is an option. Speaking of somebody on their phone, I want. Well, I was trying. I'm to look assuming he's up. looking something up. I was trying to look something up. Thanks for calling me out. But because of the three of us, Alex is the best about not being on his phone while somebody is talking about something that bores the fuck out of him. No, I was halfway listening, but also trying to look things up. I couldn't find it exactly. But do you remember, Erica? We'll talk about wrestling for a little bit. Did you listen to that clip I sent you of Jim Cornette no. talking? About Hikaru Shida. I didn't need to listen to that. I don't need to listen to that. I know he's a piece of shit. It was... He's a racist sack, a racist sack of crap. Incredible. Like... I, I forget exactly what he called him. Her. But he... No, no, no. Kenny Omega. No. Oh. I was about to say Kenny Omega. The Omega insults. I You told me, and I remember laughing. I can't... You could look... Maybe it's still see. in your text, but... He calls him some name. Try to find it. And because essentially the gist of it is, is Jim Cornette is one. Jim Cornette doesn't like women's wrestling anyway, just to start with. But then he's upset that Hikaru Shida is pushed. And among other things, she's Japanese. Among other things, he was upset. uh, She doesn't speak English, which actually isn't true. She actually speaks perfect English. He's just racist and has never heard her speak, so he just assumed she didn't speak English. No. Um, I think Hikaru Shida is actually probably smarter than any of us. She completely learned English in, like, two years, like, from no knowledge to fluent. <laughs> so that's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, but anyways, and then he proceeds to call her um, an interchangeable outlaw mud show girl. I don't even know what that means. <laughs> it sounds respectful. One of Twinkle Toe's Japanese sex objects, referencing Kenny Omega because they're uh, supposedly in a relationship. Hmm. And then he proceeded to call Kenny Omega a nickname that I absolutely popped for. I can't remember what it was, but it was I like... I can't find it, as I didn't think it was that long ago. Yeah, it was maybe like a week or so ago. But That's it, what it was I like, thought. It was like Randall McFingerfuck or something like that. It's and in that vein, but that's not what it was. I can't remember what it was, but it was so insane and off the cuff. I was like, what is this even referencing? Like, it's not his. It's not a riff off his real name. It's not a reference to anything. I don't know where he got it from. It was so ridiculous, you know? I can't find it. Yeah. Because I don't think it was that long ago. Jim Cornette, Bastion of Humanity. Can you can you search your text? Just search for McFingerfuck. <laughs> <laughs> but that's pretty, like a pet name that I use amongst my friends. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what it was. But it was just incredible. But anyways, on, on other news, unless you find it. Um, WWE had another oh, huge. Oh, found it. Okay. Harpo McFingerfuck. Harpo McFingerfuck. Harpo. 
when he finished that was like right at the end of this two minute click clip i laughed i was listening to the whole clip like this is so fucking stupid and when he said harpo mcfinger fuck i laughed out loud <laughs> because it's so ridiculous i mean i don't know what, out what of is context it reference? out of context it's what is funny. it what is it reference i don't know i want to know i just need to know erica then you would have to talk to Jim Cornette and no thanks. That would probably be entertaining. Yeah. He's a piece of shit, but it would be entertaining. Mm. I think to me, I think what Jim Cornette's doing, and not that this excuses his behavior, but I think he's essentially the Tucker Carlson or the Ben Shapiro of pro wrestling. It's a shtick to draw in a certain audience of idiots that sure. they give you money. Sure. I think he's still kind of a racist sack of crap. Though. Oh, sure. Yeah, but, I'm not denying. Like I said, I'm not denying right. or no, no, no. Right, right, giving right. him an out. But I think he's also lean into, leaning into being a piece of shit. No, if we're going to talk about wrestling, can we talk about what probably made you the happiest that you've ever been? Yeah. Who got released? I couldn't believe it. I'm sitting there on my phone browsing <laughs> the squared circle Reddit. I'm tying it back in. There you go. Because that's where I go for my pro wrestling news. And I see, oh, WWE has released 15 people. Let me go look at this list. Because it's almost always a bunch of people you don't even give a shit about anyway. Oh, it's folks. It's like, oh, you were still yeah. you were still working there. Yeah, oh, you've been employed for 10 years and no one ever sees you on TV. Cool. I mean, that's the dream. So I think there were definitely some notable people. Probably you would say the most notable would be Keith Lee. Because I feel like... From what little I read and see, I don't watch Raw or SmackDown, but from what I see, Keith Lee's on TV. He's semi-promoted, you know. In their he's not, way. He's not Vince's guy, you know, because he's not shredded with a six-pack. But he is big, so he checks some of the boxes, but not all of not them. Not all of them. Um, all of us can't be Bobby Lashley, who was, like, chiseled like a Greek god at, like, 46 <laughs> or something. But... You know, eh, steroids, who knows, probably. Anyway. My body, my choice. <laughs> I mean, in that case, I agree. Oh, hey, if you want to do steroids, that is completely your business. Yeah, that's not that's not my thing, but you can go ahead. As long as you're not raging at anybody, I do not care. Go yep. ahead. Uh, and so, I, you know, I think some of the other notables was Karrion Cross because, you know, he had been fairly high up in NXT for a while, and... Then they put him on WWE on Raw, I think, and he was immediately the biggest geek in the world because they that's like what they do. I people. saw he he beat he got like beat out of nowhere by Jeff Hardy, who like no rip on Jeff Hardy. He's an all time great wrestler. He's so past his prime. People shouldn't like, be Jeff Hardy should be there to elevate the young folks. He yeah, shouldn't be beating he shouldn't, people. He shouldn't be beating the NXT champion on no. some nothing match. No, so. There was that, and then when he was actually on Raw full time, he was wearing some weird BDSM. I remembered like, seeing Gladiator that. outfit. Yeah. It was it was like someone was making an outfit for Gladiator, but they had two dollars to do it. That's basically <laughs> what it was. So he was a total geek from day one. He was destined to be a failure. So it is what it is. Cut him, and then they cut his girlfriend Scarlett Bordeaux. And as a package, I mean, it's not bad. Like, Scarlet gives him some personality because essentially the conundrum Carrion faces is he has no charisma to speak of, mm. but he's big. 
And Scarlet has charisma, but she can't wrestle to save her life. Well, and they also don't like to stick people with managers. They don't like managers. And she hadn't even been with him on Raw. So you took away the only good part of his act other than the fact that he's tall. And he's not even really that tall. <laughs> like, he's not the big show or something. Right, right. So it was he was destined to failure. So they cut those two. And then they cut. I couldn't believe it, Erica. Well, because we genuinely thought... she I thought she was untouchable. That it was... But there's a reason, apparently. Oh. Apparently, part of the reason some of these people were cut, and I'm hiding who we're talking about here, is that they were not vaccinated. Ah. And so, while they weren't told they were fired for not being vaccinated... Because you can't. That was... They always give like the blanket oh budget cuts, even right. though we're making more money than ever, right. you know. But they're not going to say that. But apparently, I feel like we did we know that about them, that person specifically. Yes. Yeah. She's been pretty out there about it. Yeah. So apparently, the reason was for some of these cuts was that they weren't vaccinated and they're trying to keep things as safe as they can. Uh. And so, you know, apparently the, the speculation based on how they act in public and where they go and who they associate themselves with is that the unvaccinated people would have been Karrion Cross, Scarlett Bordeaux, Harry Smith. Uh, there was someone else, I can't remember, and one Nia Jax. The biggest worthless pile of shit maybe ever put on WWE television. And I will say, back when she first came on, I was like, great, big girl. I'm into it. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, you're ter- you're just terrible. You're just yeah. really, you're really, really you bad. I'm got no... I and I know have, you don't. I know no, you no, don't. No, no, I know. But I'm saying, I know like Vince does, and really at the end of the day for WWE, that's all that matters. Vince has a certain thing, which to me actually tells you that the reason someone like a Scarlet Bordeaux was cut was because of the vaccination stuff. Because Scarlet Bordeaux checks every category that Vince cares about, right. and that being hot blonde. Right, right. Those <laughs> so, two large boxes on the one sheet of paper. Yeah. Hot and blonde. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So We're good. There you go. She, to me, she was going to be there for a long time, but apparently she had to go. Which I'm not, hey, whatever, fine. I don't care. But Naya, I thought she had the rock blood job for life. Yep. Because she's been dropping girls on their heads for basically since the dawn of time. Shoulders, hips. I mean, there's been a few times she tried to kill Charlotte. And that's why, remember like a few months ago when Charlotte and Naya essentially started getting into more of a started quote shoot unquote, fighting real fight yeah. for like a two minute period in the middle of a match and now well that was highly unprofessional i also understand at a certain point it's like how many times do i have to be dropped on my goddamn head right. before i do something bitch about it? don't drop me on my head again like this is my livelihood they're yeah. not gonna do anything about it in the back i'm gonna fucking do something and i it. was amazed because to me when you're dropping you know now she has issues with the company, but back then, when you're dropping Charlotte on her head, when you're breaking Becky Lynch's nose, Bailey, you're you separated Bailey's shoulder. I mean, these are all your top women. 
And Naya has never really been pushed as a top woman. Like, she's been around. She's kind of in the mix. But she's not. But she's not the top in woman. In that upper echelon, no. And so, you know, when you're injuring all the top women, to me, you would think it would either be like, hey, could you stop injuring all the people we actually gotta making us money? We got to take you off TV and you got to go back down and, and train for a little while longer. Yeah. Because this, this ain't working out. So I just figured she was under the perpetual rock blood protection, but apparently not being vaccinated may have been the straw that broke the camel's back, which right. whatever, whatever works. Right. Needed an excuse. Get rid of her. Well, not like we fucking watch anymore. No, no. but still. Right. Well, and I do wonder if um, beyond, uh, you know, this situation, if the you know, the rock blood or the, the, you know, how things are with the rock between WWE right now. Cause he hasn't been there in a while. He hasn't. And remember the rock, he bought like, uh, uh, what didn't he buy the XFL or yeah. Like the remnants of it or something like that. Like he could be on pretty, you know, Vince's, I could see Vince being very unhappy with the rock right now over that well the rock also does not need them at no all. he doesn't no when he was coming back it was definitely like this is a favor right yeah well do you remember they came back at that we came back at that royal rumble in philly to oh, try and like for roman Reigns, and the look on his very face. confused and i think that was like the last time he was back i don't think that was the last no time. he was back did he come back that. it was yeah yeah but the look on his face was definitely like uh the rock does I not get not, booed i am not happy to be here right, right. now uh what the fuck yeah and the, he absolutely doesn't need wwe anymore and uh so i don't know it, i i've not heard anything in the rumor mill or anything like that and certainly i don't look for it but um it would be interesting because because and I think we talked about this on the last podcast, but um, you know WWE is just so fueled by spite, like spite of an old man. Yeah, I, I mean it's an actually, old rich cranky bastard. There, there is there was talk um, at least a little bit that they've pissed off Fox because Fox saw how good CM Punk was. And they were, and Fox tried to talk. Fox wanted WWE to have the conversation with him and see if they could get him back because Punk is such a good talker. They were like, no, this guy, this guy sells. Like, like he's you're going to make money off he's of him. He's never going to come back because of what you did, but you, sh- you need to at least you should have try. the conversation. And they wouldn't even try. And evidently, that really pissed off Fox. And if I'm, you know, you're looking at Fox, from Fox's point of view, it's like, you know, everything's just supposed to be business. Like, you're supposed to be able to bury this stuff in the interests of making money. And you can't do that. And so we're paying you an awful lot of money. And you're not willing to do what we say? We're going to remember that. I mean, we could say whatever we want, but the truth is, is that when the next TV contract comes up, they'll just somehow make more money. Hey, 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 like, we'll see, because, yeah. I mean, the ratings have been on, like, a steady just... But well, the truth is, is that they're still the highest rated 
in their time slot, like on those days mm-hmm. of the week. It's true. Other than counting, like well, you know, on Mondays, like they're competing against like Monday Night Football. Well, you're not. Well, they're not beating Monday and, Night Football, right? You know, the usual disclaimer of we don't know the inner workings. We don't. You, you know, no we never do. Like, and a lot of times, a lot none of this shit makes any sense to us. But somehow they're still making money, and you know, from a business perspective, good for you. I think, personally, I think there's a lot of accounting tricks going on that are making it look like they're doing better than they are. And I think that happens way more than anyone really thinks. They're probably getting worse. Oh, yeah. Like, but, no doubt. But, you know, we don't know the inner workings. We don't know what's going on. I will say, the la- when that Fox deal was inked, they did not have serious competition. Do now. They do now. And if regardless of whatever you know buddy buddy situation they got with Rupert Murdoch or this that when Fox is going to look sit down on that contract they're going to they're going to be thinking about what are you doing to get eyeballs away from your competitor to justify the value of your contract and well they've pulled away this many eyeballs that's they're not going to not make a buttload of money but it is going to make their negotiation harder. Because they can't keep making all that money for being as bad as they are. I just, I, I, this is one of those ones, like I would love to see, I would love to understand more about it because, you know, it just, it doesn't, what, what do we not know as outsiders that's, that's driving this? Because where are they making the money then? I think it's a different, okay. I think one it's harder to understand the Fox on network TV on Friday night thing. Okay. Because in theory, like you're not even, I would imagine they're not even beating like blue bloods, but it's also a it's different. Blue still on. Oh yeah. But that show's going to be on for all eternity, Erica. That's like the new, Jag. that's the new like law and order or something. Or what was it? NCIS or any no. of that shit. Mark Harmon's off. Did he leave? Finally. He finally left. Sad. Oh, he'll be back. Stabler came back. Hey. Gibbs is twice the man that Stabler was. No. <laughs> I I just think I the Friday thing's a different thing. I don't know what exactly Fox gets out of that for all the money they're spending. But I think USA on Monday, it's pretty clear. Raw all three hours, if you go look are the highest rated programs on Monday night on cable every single week, mm-hmm. excluding like, you know, Sporting Monday night events, football right. or they, they'll beat most stuff. You know, they'll even beat like bullshit, like hockey and stuff because no one gives two flying no fucks one cares about, about hockey. hockey. But, you know, so that I get because even with like, you know, obviously they're not doing the 10 million a week they were doing during the Monday night wars or something, but they're still number one. And the truth is, is that ratings for all TV really are just dropping constantly because there's, you know, it isn't like when we were 10 years old, right? And really it was like, if you think about someone who was, you know, anyone really in say the 1990s or early 2000s or whatever, 
you would probably mostly just watch TV, right? Like if you're yeah. if you're vegging out, if you're not doing anything, you would just watch TV, especially if you're older. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, you might just say, oh, I'm going to watch, I'm going to play video games or I'm going to watch Netflix or I'm going to watch something. YouTube or I'm going to watch Amazon Prime. Yeah, that's you know? usually what I do. Mm-hmm. So you have all this stuff competing with your regular traditional television. So of course the ratings are going to be down. So to that end, I think my point basically, as I ramble endlessly, is that, yes, I understand Raw and why Raw gets a lot of money on USA mm-hmm. on Monday night. I get that. I don't understand what Fox is getting from Friday Night Smackdown where they're spending like, what was it, like a billion dollars over five years or Some something like that. Some insane amount of money. Where it's like, it's Friday, so one, not many people watch anything on Friday anyhow, mm-hmm. other than extremely old fucks watching Blue Bloods. <laughs> I So I don't really know what they're gaining from it. It doesn't make sense to me. I have no idea. Nope. But the truth is, when it comes to WWE and how much money they're making... You know, for a while there, they were stocking up a lot of talent, right? Because they didn't want people going to AEW when they first started. But they've kind of stopped that, you know? Like, they're letting shitloads of people go. Like, I think in the last calendar year, they've released like 50 people or something like that. At least. That. It's been because a lot, yeah. they either don't care if they go to AEW. Like, the truth is, someone like Nia Jax, I would be shocked if she showed up in AEW. Unless, that would be a very uncharacteristically... Unless like, The Rock's going to show up. If Nia says, I'll put you on the phone with Uncle Rock, and Uncle Rock will come show up on your TV show, then it's like, okay, Nia, we'll sign you. You could just sit in the back and eat catering. That's what you like to do anyway, right? <laughs> Is that a fat dig? Oh, on her? Absolutely. You're a profession. You're supposed to be a professional athlete. Get in shape. Learn how to lift someone wait, wait, so wait. you're not dropping your coworkers on their heads. Fatty. Yeah. Oh, hold on. So she's an anti-vaxxer. Don't defend her, Erica. Do, she's do, a piece of shit. It. Yeah, no, do, fuck her. Do, hey, as a fat woman, Alex, you could be strong and fat. Yes, you could do, do both. Go lift. You cannot be fat and Go weak. lift. Can you, can you be an athlete if you don't participate in a sport? Pro wrestling is more of a sport than running. Wow. I'm just saying. I think we can also establish that it's a sport. It's not a competition. It's a sporting event, too. People pay to go watch it. (laughs) There was a glorious discussion on Halloween. (laughs) Dear listener. Dear Henry. There was a glorious discussion. Okay, since we're back on this, I will say I forgot about my original position on this. (laughs) Which is one of the first time I talked about this, what I said was running is a sport for the people who are competing to win. Everyone else is doing an activity. That is my actual position. I forgot about the first part of that statement when we were talking about it last time. Hey, I am an athlete and you will not convince me otherwise. It is is on my LinkedIn. Bob, you are a... Really? Yes, I helped him with this. Bob, (laughs) you... Let me tell you something. Bob, can I... If I I was a recruiter, that'd be a... Nope. (laughs) Just on principle. Fuck this guy. It says programmer dash endurance athlete. Does it really? What was I suggesting? I think I suggested... Robert. (laughs) You allowed this to happen? 
I think my original <laughs> suggestion, Erica, was professional athlete dash runner. Do you really have that on your LinkedIn? Yes, yes. he does. <laughs> Erica, he has a stable job. No, you know what, though? That's the kind one. of dumb fuck thing that, like, <laughs> idiot recruiters, like, dude bros, are like, oh, yeah, man, he runs. Yeah. I'm disgusted. I'm, I'm disgusted. I, it's kind of alarming uh, how many things come up in the course of these podcasts that uh, I, I see my wife question her life decisions. There's just a delicate, like, a lot of stuff you don't tell me about that comes out on the podcast. Erica, you talk about with him, but you don't talk about with me. And then he mentions it, and it's like... To be fair, he brought that up. He did. He did bring that up. And it's just like, wait, why? 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 Why would you put that on your LinkedIn? How is that going to help you get a job? What, what? It's not going to not help them get a job. We don't know that. It gives I them, feel I do. It mm. gives them a topic of conversation to discuss. You know, there is a problem, though, Erica. Yes, dear. On his LinkedIn, his headshot is Fat Bob. He needs a new professional headshot. Didn't we take a picture of you for something recently? And I'm going to go up a oh, in the register the, for some the, reason. The passport photo. <laughs> was that what it was? It wasn't no. for a passport. It was like we took a picture. That's yeah, it was for like my your badge, my or badge some shit. which yeah. I haven't gotten. But because we need a fucking badge for you're working you from home. You don't go in. <laughs> well, so here's here's the thing. I wanted. I I always register for races as Bob Henny. I never wanted to register like. I don't know what, but I'm Bob. Like. You I, are Bob. I'm, I've never, I've never gone by Robert, and I've just, I kind of like made this decision that, like, yeah, I'd like my, I'd, I'd like to just my race results to always show Bob Henny. I don't want it to be Robert Henny for one. One of my favorite, uh, just little anecdotes uh, from regarding people like, no, this is my name, but other people being dickheads about it, specifically parents. Was we were at a, uh, it was a shower. It might have been a wedding shower. And uh, we were meeting, uh, you walk in, you say hi to the bride and the groom, and the groom's parents were there. And it was like, um, we were talking, and I'm like, oh, hi, Rob, how you doing? How's it going? And they're like, Robert. His name is Robert. And you were like, okay. He's like 30-something, and like he introduced us to him as Rob. So I'm, I'm going to keep calling him Rob, the name he wants to be called. Did you say that? No. I gave a look, and then I walked away. Hmm. See, I wouldn't be able to contain myself, so I would turn back to him and I would say, it's really good to see you, Rob. How have you been, Rob? <laughs> Got anything to talk about, Rob? Rob, Rob, Rob. Rob, 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 Rob. Rob, 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 But anyways. Professional athlete, yes. Professional athlete, Bob Henney. Uh I to be fair, it doesn't say professional endurance athlete. It just says endurance athlete. There. Anyway, let me tell you something, Bob. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I want to be honest with you. Okay. Yeah. I say a lot of things on this <laughs> podcast, but I support. <laughs> Erica's gonna be so happy with me. You support whatever you want, love. You're good. I support all your endeavors fully. As much as I might joke about them and everything, 
I think you're a young, virile <laughs> stud. Can't even say it without laughing. <laughs> and Got about I, halfway through. <laughs> and he lost it. Tried. And I, and you kept it together pretty well. You hit virile and you lost it. Because it's a great word. <laughs> and I just want to let you know that if you want a running coach, you should get one. I'm going to tell you right now. <laughs> just going <laughs> to lay it out there. You get a running coach, we're getting a divorce. <laughs> if I ever find out <laughs> that there's been a running coach, I'm going to lose my goddamn mind. <laughs> like more so than I already have. Like, just, I'm going to fucking lose it. <sighs> this is where I find out that he's actually been talking to a running coach and paying them actual dollars. Dollar bucks, Alex. Ooh, dollar bucks. For the guy to be like, yes, you just, you know. Put one foot in front of the other. <laughs> please it's been real he's totally been talking to a running coach Bob would you like there's to no hire, way would you right like to hire me to be your running coach <laughs> I could do this job it seems fairly straightforward from what Erica's told me no you're gonna be scamming our uh, our older relatives for uh, I wish uh, virus antivirus protection. I wish Erica that sounds like a great <laughs> that's job that's living the dream right there man yeah, those Indian people are fucking smart I'm the idiot I try to do legitimate work they're over here like yeah we've cleaned up your computer thousand dollars <laughs> man I express interest in looking for some professional help one time yeah you need professional help all <laughs> <laughs> But how am I going to get to a sub four marathon? Lord, beer me. When we were walking, you know, when we were walking in, yes, he said to me, You know how I always joke how Bob has two modes of operation, not at all or full blown? Yes. He said he's trying to work on that to get like an in between level. And I thought, I didn't say anything, Erica, but I thought, I don't believe you. (laughs) Because, hey, I understand. Yeah. Shit comes out of nowhere. Like, I don't even know what the fuck it was. I, I was like on online one day. I was reading something and I was just suddenly like, oh, you know what I should do? I should rewatch The Witcher for some reason. And it has occupied probably 90% of what's going on up here for about the past month. I don't know why. I don't know what happened. I really don't know. It's just there. and It's happening. And it's like, ah. So I understand. To an extent. <laughs> I think the running coach is where I got to draw the line. You've definitely talked to a running coach, haven't you? There's no way that you haven't. Why do? You, why am I getting bullied? Why are bullied? you deflecting? Um, that's Answer the question, Aaron. No. Wow. Tying it back. <laughs> have you or have you not been talking to a running coach i have not 
See, I can't see his mouth, so I can't tell. The look in his eyes. <laughs> oh, oh, I know. I've it, been with him for like. Didn't, I've been with him for over 10 years. Fill me with confidence. Didn't fill me with confidence either. There's been a conversation. You've reached out to one. I know you have. <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> That's all right. No worries. That's okay. I, as always, have just gone ahead and lit the dynamite, and I'm going to walk away. It's fun. Sh- shall we talk about our favorite shit-stirring show? Hmm. Shall we get to the challenge? Did you have anything hmm. else? Well, are we done talking about what a fat, worthless piece of shit Nia Jax is? Were you done? I know you had wanted to. There was, there yeah. was many, thing, many things you wanted to touch on there. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty good. Okay. She was, she's worthless. She sucks. You're not wrong. I think it'd be funny if she, I don't know. Does she want to, like, go pick up Aaron Rodgers and drop in on her? I mean, they can go hang out. They can go hang out and be a Tyvax together. That'd be fun. And take the horse, the horse, whatever. The horse, the horse, the warmer. There you go. Look, this is the thing, Erica. I don't care. I know it can be a legitimate treatment for things, but it's funny to call it horse to warmer. Oh, it's hilarious. Yes, I completely agree. Yeah, I mean, you have to call it the horse to warmer. Correct. Just go get a vaccine. I I really don't understand why it's so hard. Just get the vaccine. What if we find out one day that the horse dewormer is actually a great treatment to strengthen your knee joints, you know? Honestly, I might be in on that. (laughs) Like, my knees are unfortunate. Oh, no. You haven't been bending over in the shower, have you? No, no, I'm very careful. You didn't try to clean your feet in the shower, did you? (laughs) No, no, I didn't. My knees are in good shape, by the way. I didn't say anything about your knees. No, you just thought about it. He always thinks about your knees. (laughs) They're always on his mind. So the challenge. This is weird. It is. It got weird. It did. It got a little weird. Mm -hmm. Well, go ahead. You're going to have to talk about it because I really can't remember anything. (laughs) You've watched 11 episodes of this season of The Challenge in 10 minutes. (laughs) Yes, we have the ability to compress space and time. It's it's very handy. We don't use it for anything that matters. No, just television shows. This is how I watched all of It's Always Sunny in about a week. About, what, four or five years ago. See, see, this is... We actually had a conversation about this the other day and by conversation i think i mean just i made a comment but it was like we were watching something and it was like someone got someone was like killed or something and i was like see if i had a time machine this is the shit i would want to do i wouldn't could try to go back and try to make the world a better place i just go back and like try to try to see what happened what the fuck were we watching i can't remember because i remember you saying that distinctly and i i do not remember what we were watching. Like, did Hamilton actually turn his gun to the sky? What the fuck were we watching? I don't remember. Was it BuzzFeed Unsolved? Maybe. Mm, that could be. It might have been because we had that Mothman. Was it Mothman? It was Mothman. The Mothman. I said I'd want to go back and see how high those kids actually were. Oh, those kids were very high. Come There's on. no way they were. Just completely. just Exceptionally high. Uh, yeah. And that's fine, because now they've got a little cottage industry around it, and good for them. Yeah. Um, since we haven't really started talking about the challenge yet, that did make me think of something else that happened this week. Sure. Um, that I think is worth um, having a good chuckle about. Um, so, QAnon. Uh, this. <laughs> chuckle, weep for the state of humanity. I mean, either way. 
<laughs> so, uh, Alex, did you hear about the shenanigans going on with them this week? Well, they got together and 10 of them thought that JFK was going to come back or something. So it wasn't JFK. It was JFK Jr. Mm. Um, and uh, they they thought that, yeah, they, so they gathered in Dallas, all probably 10. You, you're probably right. Uh, all 10 of them gathered in, in Dallas waiting for JFK Jr. to come out of hiding because he he's not actually dead. And... Did they say why he wasn't hiding? Where are you hiding from? You're fucking Kennedy. But Shit's he's, great. He's coming back to be Trump's running mate for the 2024 election. I mean, if you were going to come back from the dead, why would you want to come back and do that? That just sounds terrible. For and not Donald even Trump, all not things even, are possible. Not even to be president, but vice president. Just stay hidden. Who wants to be vice president? No one. Why would you want to be vice president? It sucks. You're just sitting there. You don't do anything. You get blamed for shit that you have no power or control over. That's why you're there, to deflect blame. And so, of course, this doesn't happen. And, like, the good conspiracy uh, believers that the QAnon uh, idiots are, um, they immediately came up with an explanation for why... The prophecy was not correctly fulfilled. Uh huh. Appreciate that it was a prophecy. <laughs> it might as well be. I mean, it's kind of a prophecy. Uh, it's going to rise from the dead and become the vice president for Donald Trump. <laughs> I can imagine you did come back from the dead, and there was a prophecy that you were involved with, and you found out it was that. Wouldn't you just slit your throat again? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I I'm, keep interrupting you. Go ahead. Um, yeah. No. So the, the theory, the, what they're saying now is that, you know, JFK Jr. never died. It was actually Keith Richards in disguise. Interesting. Interesting. I want to go back to when I could watch. Alex Jones go on Joe Rogan and talk about how lizard people from another dimension have infiltrated the government and taken over and uh, the the water is turning the freaking frogs gay or whatever else whatever other nonsense Alex Jones was speaking like before it was actually contributing to the destruction of society you know the early days of the destruction I, of society. I, I remember talking about that though and being like putting him on such a huge platform is a terrible idea yeah yeah it's funny but it was funny it was funny and I that's the thing I enjoy the comedy routine and I enjoy the grift I just wish, like, I had the magical power to keep people from believing that it's real. Right. Because then Same. I could enjoy the comedy. Right. But you can't. You just can't. I know. It's very frustrating. It does I suck. Have, I have something else before we talk about the challenge. Mm -hmm. Erica. Yes. When? Now, yes. I tried this with The Last of Us Part Two, and you told me you had the day free, and then you shot me down. I was out running Ooh. errands. Because when but I have a free day without the girl, without our beautiful, lovely child who I adore, mm, nice cover up. I need to get the fuck out of the house and have a minute to myself. 
Can we can we talk about <coughs> on this vein? This is something I've been struggling with lately. Is like I'm working from home. Can't go anywhere. Can't do shit. Like I'll get done with work. I it just I w- I'd literally just walk. I I'd like you could drop me off a jewel and I just walk around jewel for an hour and be like, "Oh, I'm out of the house." Oh, my trips to the grocery store? Oh, they're a delight. I love it. And like anything. Yesterday I had to return some shit to Old Navy. It was wonderful. Get out of the house. Well, and I've been like you sniped your setup, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> you two are you two are both so old. <laughs> yes. You, yes, we you are. You eat dinner at like three in the afternoon. <laughs> to be fair. You go to it's bed like five. at nine. <laughs> yes. I mean, this is pathetic. It is. Yeah. It's it's shameful. Well, Alex, I do two I do three things. I uh no, I guess four. I sleep. I work, I run, and I play with Izzy. Yeah, that sums it up. That's it. So when I can do something else, it's like, oh, my God. It doesn't matter how mundane it is. It's great. Used to do things. Used to go places, see people. Not anymore. See, this is this is why, Alex, I need to achieve my goals so I have so – People can look up to me as an endurance athlete. <laughs> so people think I'm interesting. They're like, oh, this guy, he runs like really long races. He must be really interesting. No, I'm not. I just all I, I just run a lot. But people will think I'm interesting. Do you really think people will think you're interesting because you run for a long time? I don't think <laughs> anyone... Ever <laughs> has had that thought because of running. Yeah, I don't think so either. I, I I hate to be the screen door on your submarine, but I, I don't know. That's oh a- come on! You, you met like Anton Kapichna, and he's down here. He's, he, he runs hundred mile races. Well, we're, we're, <laughs> we're throwing out names now, Alex. <laughs> he's an interesting guy. Uh, sure. I think the most interesting part. <laughs> of that was that he apparently knew how to say that name correctly. I can only assume because of course we don't know. I have no idea who this person is. It could actually be completely made up. It could be. This could be no someone he's just plucked out of ever the ether. Gives two flying fucks about runners. <laughs> this is why professional endurance runners can't make any money. Actually, Alex, I do want to thank you because allowing me to talk about, uh, uh, some fanfic last week. I started chatting about it with Sass again, and uh, she was like, there's a bookmarking system on AO3, so you can like recall stuff that you've read if you want to go back to it. And mine is a mess. It's a disaster area. And I was like, is there any reason to go in and like adjust this? I don't even like go back and look at this shit ever. Like, she was like, no, but if you download stuff, then you can just have it on your, your laptop, and you can just get to it whenever, even if the, the internet is oh. down. And I was like, oh, well, that's kind of rad. 
So I went back and I, I went back to some of my favorite uh, Pacific Rim ones, and it was because of our conversation. So thank you. I've been You're reliving welcome. reliving some delightfulness. Let me let me ask you something. And if Sass happens to listen to this episode, which she should, this podcast isn't. I believe she is now a listener. Mostly thanks to me. She should go back and just listen to all the back episodes <laughs> because again, I'm there just are many. Here. I think last week was like the seventy fifth time we had recorded. Yeah, I mean. I, I can't speak for Bob, but we're delightful on this show. I'm a fucking, like... Yeah, yeah. you're great on this show, I'm a delight, yes. It's weird because normally you're just not fun at all to talk to. Oh, I'm terrible. But on this show, you're great. Indeed. Anyway. Put a microphone in front of me, I come alive. I'm just curious. Yes. Is sass short for something? Or is it just sass? Because I've never heard the name sass It's not her... It's her part of her roller derby name. So my buddy, you've met, I think, my friend Sheila, uh, did roller derby. I've probably met all these people. But you have. to be honest, I'm a monster. And I, you don't remember people. It's fine. I know, I know the names, but I can't put them to faces. Totally fine. I'm a bad person. So they did roller derby together. So I actually, like, I don't know if anyone actually, I really am an asshole. Yeah, Just we know. Trying to convince people of that, Alex. Like, I swear I'm an asshole. Um... So she was introduced to me as Sass. So I just call her Sass. Her name mm-hmm. is actually Erin, but I have always called her Sass. Sass, Sass is a better name than Erin. That's how I call her. So, but yeah, so Sass is not her real name. Erin is her real name. So you know the next time you guys see each other. You'll have to introduce me because, again, I don't know what she looks like. No problem. Not a problem. I'm, um, I'm an asshole. <laughs> anyways, back to the original thing. Yes. Erica. You're putting me on blast for not playing Last of Us 2. Right. I'm shifting it. Because I would still love if you would play Last of Us 2, but I understand it's never going to happen. I think at the very least, because I'm not opposed. I used to do this when uh, uh, I didn't have the console and like I wanted to like either play a game or know the story for a game. I was not opposed to watching a walkthrough or a playthrough. You should just watch the video. As long as it didn't story. have commentary cuz I fucking hate that shit. It's like I don't yeah. need to hear you talk over the game, just play yeah. the fucking game. You should watch like there's like a 10-hour video on YouTube of the story. You should just watch that a little bit at a time. Yeah, just Whatever. get through it. However, I mean, winter is that, coming, there's not going to be anything to do anyway, so A game that must be experienced for all its joy is Yakuza 0. I did you did download I it for me upstairs. Demand you play this. Okay. So my offer to you Ooh. is I will come over and sit there <laughs> and distract Izzy from killing herself <laughs> while you play Yakuza 0. See the thing with that is I'm not I don't want to play video games while she's up because that's time I could be spending with her. But I will I will make an effort between now and the next time we record because I should have some time to play some of Yakuza 0. So, Alex, I have something we could, you know, maybe do to facilitate this, though. Okay? So, we could plan a daddy-daughter day Mm. where, you know, we'll just go. Away. Away for for the day. I mean, that also works. That's fine. But Erica has to play Yakuza 0 all day. <laughs> that whole time. She can't go run errands or go walk around Jewel looking to make new friends with the uh, oh. unwashed masses. Oh, I don't want to make friends at Jewel. I don't want to make... Fr- I, ha- I have friends. I've got my, my crew of like the six people that I talk to on a regular basis. I don't need to meet new people. I'm good. I just want to make sure that's that's very clear. Have, 
Have you have you speaking of like going to the grocery store? Have have you noticed like a a, a subtle change in like Yes. That's the name of the podcast. A subtle change in like the the types of people you see at the grocery stores in this town versus in our old town. Why? Why ever do you mean? Has it gotten a lot wider? Is that uh, what you're referring to? I have noticed the, the international aisle at the pizza I go to is not nearly as robust as it <laughs> once was. But oh, Alex, I long for the days where I could like sit in front of the fucking like TV and play fucking whatever the hell for like 16 hours. Oh, that was great. When's Daddy Daughter Day happening? I not have to worry. Oh. Or you just got to pick a day. Give me a day. Tell me about it. I will come over and make sure it happens. I'll strap her down to the lounger and I'll put the controller in her hand and I will make you play Yakuza 0. As I said, I will make an effort to play it between now and the next time that we podcast. That's an amazing amount of a lack of commitment. Make the daddy daughter day. <laughs> hey, happen. I said the same thing about Back for Blood, and I did you come got down. On and one I did, day. but I did play. I said I would come on that weekend and play with you guys, and I did. Did I not? You did. I not? did. Yes, I did. Thank you. You were immune, immune, immunized. <laughs> and I enjoyed myself. It was fun. And the dog is snoring in the background. Bob the dog has just the best life. I mean, yeah. other than the fact that he can't ever get a pet for some reason. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I gotta, right? I gotta get my nervous energy out somehow. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. If anyone, you know, Henry Cavill or whoever wants to turn off the podcast, now you can. I you think guys... Henry Cavill is an avid fan of the challenge. Maybe he, he's a he studies the human condition, right? He's an actor, and what what better way to to look at into the eye of the abyss than the challenge? I don't know. That's what true. I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. We give you permission to, to leave, Henry. Go ahead. It's okay. We Everyone you. else, though, has to stay. You better okay, fucking stay. If you could please recap for me what happened on the first 11 episodes of the challenge. <laughs> that would be wonderful. This could be more of a, a broader sort of... I, I will say, because after last season, and I, I don't think last season was... I don't remember a ton about it, but I don't remember it being actively bad. It was just kind of boring. It wasn't anything like special, and I've I've enjoyed this season's better this season more than last season. I'm still annoyed that I think they really need to bring back the loser of the daily automatically goes in. I understand why they don't do it, but it annoys me. Yeah, and we've talked about this because yeah, there's I no agree. reason. I think it do- creates chaos when someone. Like DQs out of nowhere, and it was a good team, and now they have to go in. Right. I, you know, it's it 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 changes the it changes the the center of balance and the skill level. It, like it it becomes, you know, it, it skews it more heavily to political skill, and you know, I never want political skill to go away, but I really would like to see more you know more weight towards physical skill yeah and i just think there needs to be a reason to to want to go hard in the dailies aside from yeah you want power you want to come in first but then there should be i don't know a reason to still well and and how many you know 
as much as I've enjoyed this season so far, like you can tell, like all of these, all of these dailies have been, Oh, the winner gets power and then nothing else matters. There's virtually no point to finishing um, any of these dailies. Um, I will say I feel like the challenges themselves have been a little bit like underwhelming, bad mm-hmm. TV maybe. Like not stuff that's particularly interesting to watch. Sure, sure. Like I think to me, like we just watched an elimination, the pull wrestle thing, you got to yank the pull out of the other guy's hands. That's good TV. Yeah. You know, that's interesting. That's entertaining. It could go either way. It's more like a sporting it's event. It's dynamic. It's, it's yeah. When you, some of this shit, like, I can't even remember some of these challenges they did. Like, they did the one where they had to, like, swim between the rocks into that cave, and then they had to, like, fly a drone around mm-hmm. and look at some numbers or letters that or something. That was last season, wasn't it? No, the there was something The drone was season. last season. They had the challenge you're thinking of they this season. They had to swim into a cave and get, like, a, a bomb. bomb. Right. They had to jump off the cliff and then swim into the cave. And right. Yeah, I think sometimes they think something that looks cool makes a good challenge and yeah like it's cool to watch lunatics jump out of an airplane or something sure or jump off a cliff but there has to be something that happens after they hit the water right yeah you know right yeah. and not just a, a leisurely swim yeah i do like that they've really put kind of a puzzle aspect in each of the challenges mm-hmm. ish yeah. for the most part i like that you do have to be a little bit more well-rounded um and most of the eliminations have had a, a puzzle component as well. Obviously not the one we just watched. And then there was a... They didn't call it Hall Brawl. I don't remember what they called it. My, no. Was it Fenced In or something stupid? It was basically Hall Brawl, but it was with fencing instead. Yeah. And you had to, like, jump up and ring the bell. I did think it was funny. Like, I'll just jump around. There was something this season with CT where he was talking about Amber, who he just won that last final with, and he basically said, look, the deal with Amber is she can run. She can't do anything else. Yeah, she's yeah. just terrible otherwise, but yeah. she can run forever. Yeah. She's got good endurance. And, and that pretty much sums it up. I hey, wouldn't sleep I on bet her you, still. I bet you Amber did some marathons. I mean, she, yeah, the way she was running in that last final, holy shit. Yeah, no, she her her running endurance. Is I will say though, those awesome. the, the finals in the last however many years though have been endurance the finals heavy. have been the finals. Yeah, and the finals I think have been generally entertaining. Oh yeah, it's just the seasons leading up to them have been pretty mediocre as a whole. Yeah, right. I would agree with that. Well, one of the things we were talking about earlier today, one of the things that's bothered me so much about the last couple of seasons. Um, and as an aside, before I get into that, is that so we're we're only just watching the challenge now, and like this is something that I think is important that um, MTV keep an eye on because we did not watch this season until now because we have been so unhappy with the last few seasons we we're like why are we going to jump into this it right was away? it was very much uh we'll probably get to it eventually but i'm not gonna it wasn't appointment viewing no. anymore 
And, well, and also the only reason you even really started watching because I was like, well, why don't you watch the challenge? Because I've been watching it and it's good. Yeah. No, it, seriously, if it wasn't for you, if it wasn't for your other cousin telling us it was good, we probably Gina was yelling at us a bit, too. Yeah, we probably still would not have jumped in to watch it. Uh, you know, it turns out this season is good. But if you guys had said, eh, it kind of sucks. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have tuned in. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have done it. And so, and, and the ratings from earlier in the season, I don't know if they... They weren't great. You know, they were abysmal. They had the worst rated episode of the challenge ever. Here, this here's, here's my question. After, uh, spoilers, obviously. If uh, Was it after Fessy left? Did they start to go up again? I don't know. I haven't, seen I, I haven't seen them recently, but they were definitely down. And I don't think that's a reflection on the current season. It never is. I think <laughs> ratings are usually a delayed reaction. Sure. So I, I think like a lot of people probably lost interest off the last season or two. And then now they're not watching this one because of that. But yep. then you hear... That this all oh, it's, it's actually good. good. Yeah, Jumps so it, come back later. It'll be right. interesting to see if if the numbers do pick up for the end of the season and if you know how they kind of go. Um, what I've also really appreciated, and I feel like we've there hasn't been a lot of this in the last couple seasons, is the vets are actually being like smart. Yeah, yeah. Well, and well, the game also set them up to be able to thrive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they did also have to agree to actually work together. Yeah. Although you do remember who broke the Vet Alliance first, don't you? We were talking about it. Who was it? Was it, St- it was Stanad, wasn't it? Didn't Fessy take a shot? Fessy yeah. broke it to vote in Amber. Yep. And, of course, it didn't face any consequences. No. Because there's no consequences on the challenge anymore for breaking your word. Not with Big Brother, apparently, because, well, like, I really don't know why I mean, you would work with Fessy. He wasn't He wasn't on the show long enough after that to face consequences, to be fair. It was at least a few more episodes a couple before episodes. he got kicked off. It was, he wasn't deep into the season. It was a couple episodes. Was it? I thought it used to be. In I er- thought he threw Amber and the fight broke out, like... It was the next the episode. The very next episode. It was a couple more. No, I don't think he got caught. Close. There was, was the fight. They, I don't know if the consequences were until that next episode. The one though. where they were pushing each other, and then he pushed him in the head or whatever. He, fa- he pie-faced him or whatever to uh, get thrown off. That was like two episodes later. Yeah, okay. So you're right. But here it was only one challenge. So this is something we noticed when we were watching, so you had the episode where he threw Amber in. Um, and then, uh, and then they had one daily. So in the next episode, you know, they're, they're, they're fighting. Then he had the daily. And after the daily, we know, we noticed that that was a 42 minute episode. And there a, were two 42 minute. There episodes. were two back to back 42 episodes. So they had the daily. They did not get an elimination on that episode. That was so the first 42 minute episode was the one where the fight happened. And then at the beginning of the second 42 minute episode, um, Fessy was tossed out at the beginning and then they went through um, 
deliberation and the elimination. I do love when they make TJ go to the house and he, he is like, I do not want to be here. Like, I oh, don't want to be there. It's yeah. never good news when I show up you to the fucking house. fucking mania. I don't want to be anywhere near you idiots. But yeah, so uh, he, there really just wasn't time for him to to suffer any consequences. I do. So, you know, I he's been fucking people over since he's been on the show. Oh, though. Yeah. Nonstop. Like, I don't understand why Corey and like Nelson want anything to do with him anymore. I Aside mean, from they're also be, kind of idiots. To be fair, they seem very much over the big brother people. At this, Corey. But then even like Casey, dude. Like after the final last year, why? I get that you're friends, but why would you want to run anything with him? Yeah, they're better to yeah to keep working with him and still be friends with him. After if he pulled that shit on me, if I'm Casey, he pulls that on me. I better get a real sincere, deep apology. Yeah, because that was ridiculous like forget about the competition aspect but to treat someone who you're calling a friend that way that's then, like, like never speak to me again dogger in the interviews like <laughs> yeah. when you when you lose like fuck you oh, and yeah. you fuck better you be hard. on your fucking hands and knees begging yeah that's the level of apology well and what has annoyed me about the big brother folks is that they're all they're like oh yeah well we did it but what are you what are you mad for why would you be mad about that it's like Josh is mad because you threw his partner in who won last season. He considers her a strong partner, and you're supposed well, and to be. Also, she's in your. She's supposed to. She's be allegedly in your, in your alliance. alliance. So mm-hmm. yeah, he's gonna be a little bit pissed off at you. Right. I don't understand why he's mad. I do. Like anything. And you lied to him. You said you weren't gonna right. do it. Anything they do, they're and just. And Fessy and Josh are supposedly supposed to be friends. Supposedly supposed. Yes. That makes sense. It's just like, I you can't take Fessy at his word. I did like when Amber called him out in that one, uh, it's not the tribunal, I don't know what it's called anymore, the chamber or wherever they fucking go. Well, there is a tri-table. There you go. When he's like, Tri-force I've been trying to play in a straightforward game, and she's like, are you fucking stupid? No, you're not. Yeah. And he gets all like, it's like, but you haven't been. That It's like, you're you're a snake, and that's fine. Don't try to act like you're not. That's what bothers me about them. Is they expect that they're they're like, no, you did a thing, thing has consequences. I'm I'm just kind of amazed that Fessy got thrown off over just shoving Josh's face because I feel like people have been not thrown off for more I th- recently. Yeah. Think and that and Fessy is very much heavily f- featured on the show i mean the past few seasons fessy's all over that show yeah Mm -hmm. so i was a little surprised the push to the face got him tossed i think it's just either i i don't know if it's just them being stricter and it's just like you guys can't it's a bit one it's a bad look and we just can't have it you know so don't fucking do it there. I, I really don't know, but I you're right because I do feel like people have definitely thrown punches on the show in the past. And, and Josh and Fessy, if you remember, the next day made up. So usually they toss someone off the show because it's a uh, you can't get along, and we're worried that it's going to escalate, escalate. further sure. situation. Sure. So I, I was I was kind of amazed that they it may have, it may have just been that he he touched his face if he if he had just pushed him in the chest might have been different might have been different but he went for his face. That might have been the trigger. I don't know. 
I and don't, I don't know what the rules are or if it's just kind it's of It's extremely a, inconsistent. I mean, I remember when freaking who was the girl who was a lunatic? Naya. Naya in the real world beat the shit out of like uh, Jordan and Avery. I mean, back in the day, tossed. you used to be able to like. I thought back in the day it was the opposite. I thought back in the day you would get tossed over punches. There were but certain then times. I do remember. They got real lax about it. I think you're right. Yeah. But. Well, no, and then when Naya and like. It was in that final with she Jordan. Was poking Jordan in the dick. And, and calling him gay slurs. Like. They did toss her for She that. got tossed. She did get tossed. Well, and it, as much... I think that was the great season yeah. where we got that glorious banana. Oh, the, ba- the, yeah. the bite? Yeah. The banana reaction. Oh, I need you, some more bananas on the Can challenge. we talk about how the banana backpack is still like the most enduring thing in the challenge? Because it was impressive. Because it came up this season. It did. Anissa brought it up they in did an bring interview. It um, People have been dropping like flies, though, with the injuries and shit this season. There were a lot, yeah. Okay, we got to talk about this. Sure. It is what it is. Anissa can do, and I've noticed this actually with all the women for the most part. It seems like there's two female body types on the challenge. There's skinny, I don't eat, and fat. Like <laughs> That's pretty much the two body types. And it's weird because if you look at all the dudes, all the dudes are like shredded. Like, they look like they work out eight hours a day, full time. They eat perfectly clean. They're they look here to like play. they train to yes. be on the challenge. Don't they? I mean, every we, single we, guy. We have seen Devin without a shirt this season. Devin is in a lot better shape than he used Devin to. Devin looks better than. See, now, he doesn't, he's nowhere near the best he's looking not, in the he's house. He's not like Corey or something, but Devin's. And in, he'll tell you, like, I'm not the shredded guy, but. For uh, for uh, the normal population, Devin's in pretty good shape. Yes, I would so, agree with that. I wonder if I could outrun Devin. I'm sure you could. He's still a better athlete than you. Wow. <laughs> hey, he's sorry. been, he's been a, without open. bananas on the show. He's, he's so much better. He's been so a delight. Much yeah. When he doesn't have to feel like he needs to outshine someone else, Devin is so much better. Agreed. But, but the women, it's like you have like your Ashleys and Amandas who, as far as I can tell, don't really work out at all. You have like Nani, like she just like chain smokes and that's why she's looks like she's in shape. That's why it's really she's funny. she's really not. Whenever like, because they've got, what, what is it, the Emerald team right now? And I just, oh yeah, we're the, and I'm like, you guys got Nani on your team and I like Nani, but. Let's not. As long as you can minimize her. Let, let's not pretend like Nani's like an elite athlete here, folks. And then you have like Anissa who doesn't appear to prepare for the show at all. No. And then she gets mad when people want to get rid of her. It's like, Anissa, none of these dudes want to get into a situation where they have to do a final with you on their team. Mm-hmm. So they are always going to try to get rid of you yep. one way or another. Yes. It might yeah. not be the first week. They might keep you around because you'll vote with them. Right. But at some point, they are going to want you gone because you are insanely out of shape for 
anything really let alone endurance well and it is also like you would wish she would she's just there to hang out with and the thing friends. is anisa is not bad like anisa she's not. can do things mm-hmm. she can win some daily challenges she wins more daily challenges than Corey. i can't remember Corey ever winning a daily challenge in my entire and, life and she's got a lot of experience she does yeah. you know she she knows the game uh you know and so i, I don't know if it's um you know kind of what her what her mindset is if she if she comes into the season knowing she's not going to put in the work and then she's not going to win and then she just plays it up for the camera that's entirely possible um or if she legitimate if she legitimately thinks she's coming into these seasons in a state where she could win it i mean she's deluding herself that's that would be something but but they have shown her like on the treadmill and stuff. And I think it might be tying back to what we used to talk about. Just because you're running doesn't necessarily mean that you're an in-shape person. Right. You yeah. could, you could, you know, run four hours a day. But if you sit down at night and you eat a tub of ice cream, it's going to undo all that. smoke a pack of cigarettes. Words. It's yeah. right. And you're I drinking. Just, I just think it's such a weird dichotomy, I guess you could say, that all these dudes are in incredible shape. And even the guys that suck are still in good shape. Like, there really isn't any, like, biggies, right? Like, is there, like, who... I'm trying to think of, like, anyone this season on the male side was in bad shape. Not that I can recall. No. Even CT is, like, shredded again. No, CT has strength from the Fountain CT of Youth. CT has found the Fountain of Youth somewhere in the bowels of Florida. I think he, I think he finally took Emily up on that, uh, that, uh... That invitation to go train with her. Maybe. Maybe. I don't Can know. Can I go train with... Could she be my running coach? Dude, you want to have endurance. Go run up in fucking Colorado. I would. I tried to move us there, but Erica said, no, we have to stay here. Well, good choice. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um, no, I think he saw himself... However, Bob, I fully support you in all your endeavors. He saw himself on those couple seasons where he had the dad bod, and he was like, okay, if I'm going to come back and I'm going to legitimately compete... But here's the thing. He won, he I did. think, two of those CTs. He did. <laughs> he did. I know. dad bod CT. But I th- and I think maybe he started getting, he started feeling like, oh, I'm going to get targeted. Yeah. Because I'm winning. So I need to be able to defend myself. That yeah. maybe. Because then there were a few eliminations that he got thrown into where he got tossed out really early. So, yeah, he's like, okay, now I am the CT that you should all fear again. Because what do you do with him? He legitimately looks 10 years younger. He does. Like, I don't know how old he is. My assumption would 41. be upper. Oh, he's 41. I was going to say upper 30s. Yeah. 41? I was surprised when you said 41. Wow. Yeah. He looks max 32. He looks younger than we are. Speak Not younger your, than me. Speak for yourself, Erica. I look amazing. Yeah, he looks younger than you guys. Sorry. <laughs> I am a young, virile stud. At least you could get through saying virile. You didn't start laughing at virile. Yeah, he's been practicing it. You see the way he just said that? He's been practicing that in the mirror while he has nothing to do during (laughs) his work hours. Could be watching The Witcher with your wife, but okay. For the 55th time. I've only watched it through like four times. Have you really? Mm -hmm. That's sad. See, Alex, what else am I gonna do, Alex? Here, here's here's play the, yakuza. Here's here's the dirty <laughs> here's the dirty truth is that everyone gives me shit for my obsessive compulsive things. 
Oh, um, I should 1,000% get shit for my obsessive shit. I'm just better at hiding it than you are. Yeah, well, because I like talking about the things that... Oh, I have people that I talk to about it, but it's like in my shameful little secret places. That's right. She doesn't tell me because she knows I'll have no choice but to make fun of her. Right, exactly. I'm not a dummy. So, you know, I just want to talk to people about running or snowboarding. Here's here's the sad thing about it, because I've also watched, uh, what is it, The Great British Bake Off. I'll just throw it on during the day. You, you know what it is, Alex? It's easy. I don't have to pay attention, and it's just on. It's just background and noise. And it's just background noise, and it's just like, whatever. Yeah. That is the problem with video games. You actually do have to engage with them. You do, yes. Some. I can't most. get up and like do the dishes. I can't you know clean up after the baby. I can't like do stuff. Well, that's why I like when... Something like when there's a really good Diablo game or something, right? Because that I'm into, I'm just not into, I've just played the absolute shit out of Diablo Mm 3. But, you know, when there's a game of that style, that's a game I don't, unless you're playing on an extremely high difficulty, you could play that and talk to people and engage in the conversation because you can kind of play a game like that on autopilot. It's not taking like all of your attention. If you want to play something where it's like, I need to try or I need to listen to this story then it's hard to also have a well, was gonna, like, conversation Yakuza with looks like it's not something that you can have a conversation with people during. Or um, maybe it is. It I don't would know. Definitely, I it would it. definitely be... There's some stuff. like There's a lot of like side stuff in mini games where, yeah, you could talk to people while you're I, playing yeah. a baseball game or something. I, but honestly, this is why I haven't so gotten through. There's so many mini I know, you told me, yeah. This is why I haven't gotten through Yakuza. I, I started you played it. an hour. Yeah, I played an hour got through it like he's played 20 hours you played an hour well I've, you like to jump on you talk to the party and then you you got your tony hawk thing going on because it's mindless right exactly and and that's the thing i did enjoy the hour of yakuza i played but i i just it's like i can't play that and talk on the party and you know distract all of y'all from trying to you know play overwatch um so yeah, it, it, it's a tough thing because I do really like single player games, but I cannot have a headset on while I'm playing them. I it just it, but and and then there's the conflict because I mean we went back to earlier like I have the the four things I do uh, squeezing Xbox in there. It's like, well, I can either get on Xbox for an hour and just play a single player game, um, or I can get on the party and chat with people, and I'd rather get on the party and chat with people. So it's, it's the only time he ever gets to talk to anyone, Erica. I mean, <laughs> it's not it's completely not inaccurate. <laughs> I was I wasn't kidding. But no, I used to get most of, and we'll get back to the challenge. But I used to I, get most of my video game playing done would be on the weekends in yeah. vast like swaths of time when I didn't have anything else yeah. going on. I maybe uh, you know if I get into ultra running. Maybe I'll be one of those people who has hallucinations. And once you get past like mile 50 and I'll just make friends with imaginary people. And those are the people I can talk to. So the challenge. (laughs) So how good, like just delightful is Ed? I do love me some Ed. However, I wasn't done. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't under you. We went on a tangent. doesn't matter. I... I, I understand, okay, it's difficult. I'm not pretending it's easy. I understand for women it's harder than it is for men. But and it's a lot of work to look like an Emily or a Cara Maria or uh, Jennifer 
or Jen, whatever they were. What were they calling her on the show? The one who's Jenny. married to Zach. No, 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 no. That's a. Why am I blanking? I thought she was. Oh, that's Jenna. No, Jenna. No. Yeah, that's Jenna. Okay. I think Jenny was the one she won. I think she won the same season. Remember that last season, Bananas won. I think Jenny won that season as well. Oh, she was the English girl. Yeah, I know who you're, I know who you're talking about. Real yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, big girl. Yeah. And she was also in incredible physical condition. Yes, yes and I remember. So her. I understand, like, it's hard for anyone to achieve that, but especially for women because but it's just generally hard to pack on muscle like that. Nobody looks like they're even, like, trying. But, the, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, uh, Tori's still in pretty good shape, but she looks a little big. Mm-hmm. Anissa was real big. And then you have the other side of the spectrum where it's just like, yeah, I smoke a 12 pack a day right. and I, well, you're skinny. I, I lightly, I lightly pedal, lightly on the fucking... jog, but you don't, you don't have <laughs> yeah. any muscle tone to speak of at all. Yeah. And yeah. then like and they then... were showing like them doing those, those battle ropes, which suck. They're and they didn't terrible. even try. And like, I can do those for like a minute and I don't have a ton of definition up here. They're doing it for like 15 seconds and being like, yeah, no, I'm done. Well, and look at that last challenge we just watched. They had to like jump from platform to platform and at least half the women were just like, ah, fuck this. And they just jumped okay. off. Point of order. That Actually, makes me crazy. straight up, just quit. And this is, this is what get, this is what got on, gets on my nerves. Um, this, so Ashley loves to get on camera and cry about how people don't like her and that she's always picked on and this, that, and the other. You quit, outright quit two challenges just left the show like you gave up on this challenge how do you know how can we rely on you you know what bothered me about that whole exchange they had between her and Corey in that the liberation was like there is so much to attack Ashley for like but you just keep going back to the hunter thing. And, yeah, and like, like, whatever. Like, fine. You wouldn't have done it. Like, you wouldn't have done it, Corey. Really? You wouldn't have done it? Come on. Come on. No one can say what they would have done unless they were in that exact situation where yeah. that money's sitting in front of you and they weren't getting along. And what do you fucking care about this guy? Fuck all that she guy. does, all she does is when, when, as long as she's not dead yet is she cries and she makes a scene and she causes, she stirs up shit to make it unbearable so that you just want her to shut up. And so you'll give her what you want or she wants. Well, they even I, love, said- I love when she loses every, every season when she finally loses an elimination. <clears throat> she goes, Oh, love you guys. Can't wait to see you next yep. season. Well, th- did you notice in that the episode when she got um, called down, like, she got called down and you know, she's given a big pouty face up on the thing. She's like, but then she's called down. She's like, Oh, you know, it happens, you know, cause you know, she's screwed. You know, she, she knows there's nothing. There's she no can point do. in bitching. No. Well, and that's what I mentioned to you the other day. Like when we were watching it's, it sucks to be blindsided and it, it and I've haven't been in the situation, so I don't know, but I would think that unless you were genuinely safe, if you were in, what is the agency they're calling it this mm-hmm. year? If you were genuinely safe, you would have to go down there and just be like, it's a possibility. So I got to be ready. Because you just don't know. Yeah. Unless it's uh, a woman's day and you're a dude or it's a dude's day and you're a woman. 
Ashley just gets on my nerves sometimes. Like she'll she puts on the 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 poor me, poor the me. Poor me, it's poor like, me. No, there's a or, reason why people don't. Like or like me. I'm gonna come after you. It's like who is that? Priscilla? Yeah. Who made the move? And it's like no, this is just the obvious move to make. Like okay, if she doesn't do what you the vets want her to do. Um, she's gonna be screwed. She's fucked either way. She's so, a rookie. Of course, she should do what she did. Right. Like, there's, there's no reason for her not to. Right. And just they didn't. None of the other rookies had ever figured the the fuck out. Which was like, you guys really didn't figure this out but, before now. But bringing this back to what we were talking about a few minutes ago, that's one of the things I've enjoyed about this season. And you know, yes, the dailies have been kind of weak. But they're playing the game, you know. The, the at least the, the gameplay is smarter, right? It's you, you know. It's like it's like when you watch a movie, and, except for Fessy. Yes, well, it's like when you watch a movie and um, every you know the the plot moves based on the assumption that all the characters are fucking stupid. Those movies suck. Yes, they do. You know, yeah. unless they delve into fun bad, but yes, yeah. they're, they're terrible. You know, and that's what the last few seasons of the challenge have been. It's like. Everyone's playing with their emotions. They're making bad decisions. Um, it doesn't make any sense when you could have the numbers. Yes, at a certain point, it all ends. Well, they acknowledge that. They're like, yes, the they war is that. going to come. But until it does, we're running we're the table. the table. And they've done that. And that's what's been good. Because you're, you're watching. You're not mad that they're making stupid decisions. So you can enjoy... What's there? Well, it was like that. Was it War of the Worlds 1? Or was it War of the Worlds 2? Where Kara and... Uh, what's the boyfriend's name? I thought that was 2. Polly. Where they were just... And the other team was just being idiots. And it was just like... This is this is just... This is unwatchable at this yeah, point. Yeah, that was really bad. Until they got beat in the final. Yeah, thing. that was amazing. We got some great reaction shots. Oh, Kara crying on the oh, boat. Oh, my God. That's still the my favorite <laughs> challenge gif ever. <laughs> but just like that that got to a point where it was like I don't think we can watch this like the, it, if yeah, something it doesn't so give bad. here um yeah but I, I'm normally one of those people it's like oh I can't watch women cry this is so brutal when Kara was crying in that corner on the boat yeah, was like, I was tasty. like I can taste your tears, bitch, and they're incredible. Because Cry it was more. so frustrating because it was like, you guys aren't running a good game. You just like, the other team is so fucking stupid that like yeah. you, you would have to be winning. Like they're active, like they've been actively working against themselves from jump. Yeah, you better win. Holy shit. Like, oh, hey, we're running this and this and that. No, you're not though. Ugh. Uh, yeah. Oh, so bad. Hey, I did I, get mad this season, though, because I'm like, don't make me feel bad for Josh. Don't make me empathize with, with Josh. That makes well, me he feel turned, dirty. He turned to the to the side of the light for a little bit, Erica, when he was feuding with Fessy. Well, because mm. it's just like, yeah. Because even Josh won't vote his friends in, so-called. It's like, yeah, he, he did fuck you over. He's fucked over Corey. He's fucked over Nelson. I think he fucked over Kyle. Why would, it, why would any of you guys... Like, want to go along with this dude. I get it was the big vet alliance at first, but I don't trust him. If he, You don't know what he's going to yeah. fucking say. And they, maybe even then, and Tori can be an idiot about stuff too. They managed to talk her out of blowing up the vet alliance first. Because remember, there was that episode early on when she was talking about throwing Big T. Yep. 
And it was just like, no, it's still, she's technically a vet. Slow your roll, calm the fuck down, and let's just stick with the plan. Because I think it was Kyle said, if you do that, I'm just assuming that the alliance is done then. And then it's game on. Yeah, well, and it was finally a season where it felt like everyone who's on the show regularly got together and they said, hey, guys, why are we all screwing each other over at the start? Let's wait till the back half of the season and then screw each then other over. Then we can over fuck each other over. So we can all make the money for being and, on the show for months. Right. And, if, and then we can screw each other over right at the end when it's the best for the TV show. Well, and beyond that, you also, the longer you go, the longer you potentially get past the twist before you start stabbing each other in the back. So you can play a cleaner game once you know what the twist is. Yeah, it's just the stuff the stuff where they were screwing each other over week one was so dumb. Where like right off the bat we're losing a CT or a Wes or Bananas or an Ashley. It's like these are the people carrying the show we don't need them off the show and you do need new people you do definitely need to build up new people but it's i'm not going to give a fuck about i think like what uh, a priscilla or a huey or from look, if jump the finals came down what about to, ed uh, look, but the, ed uh, owns my heart i care about ed what, what's the guy with the tattoos who looks like jordan's long lost brother emmanuel emmanuel yeah, if the finals came down to Emmanuel beating Logan, it would be like... I'm not watching that. I'm just not going to bother. Who cares? This doesn't even mean anything <laughs> to me. Now, if Logan beats Bananas, now you've accomplished something. Different story altogether, mm-hmm. right? You need the vets there to really... One, these are the people that I've been hanging out with for the longest. I care yeah, about them. This is who you're tuning in for. That's who I want to watch. That's who I want to Part of the for. appeal of the challenge is these long-standing rivalries and friendships that endure season after season after season. Mm-hmm. That's one of the fun things about the challenge. Like a show like Survivor, which would probably be, you know, one of the, or Big Brother, the close comparisons. It's always like a whole new cast. Right. right. So you don't it's, have those, which is why they probably don't understand why people are pissed off about stuff from last season. Yeah. But it's like, no, dude, you fucked me over. So the the only thing, the only thing I liked about Fessy calling Amber, um, and this, this is tenuous at best, is that it was a, a it's a reminder that you know there are consequences season to season, like people don't forget shit. Like, it's not like you start a new season and it's a white blank slate. But what did she do to him? She didn't really do anything to him, though. He she, fucked her He over. was the one trying to screw her last season, too. Like, oh, yeah. actively so. Oh, yeah. I mean, just, and, she just, just, and she just straight up beat him in the final. Yeah. Oh, that was great. Well, when she was talking to, like, I think it was Casey. And Casey was just like, no, man. It's like, look, dude. And you're sitting there, and you're watching the conversation, and granted, you're not there, you don't have the, and you have insight that the, the two people don't. I'm like, look at Amber, I'm like, you could just tell she's completely, Casey is not into this conversation at all. Well, and Amber's even saying, like, to her and to Josh, now, whether or not you believe her, I suppose, is another thing. Right. But she's saying, look, as long as Fessy doesn't fuck with me, I'm good with having the alliance. Well, and Amber was Josh's partner, like... Yeah. Josh was going to be like, no. You're in we're a protected vet-vet group. Right. We're not saying Fessy's name, even if she would want to, but she seemed to be fine coming in and not saying his name. 
Yeah, and everything, everything Fessy's, Fessy's entire logic seemed to be predicated on, well, I screwed her over last season. So let me do it again. So she's going to come for me. And it's like. Eventually, maybe. Maybe, but. but you've got this vet alliance. And I mean, if she is going to come for you, one, she's got to get numbers, which I don't think would be that difficult. But because Fessy sucks. But two, she would have to win a daily, and I'm not super concerned about that. No. Because Josh ain't anything either. So. Well, because that's the thing. That, I mean, you have to have the numbers to sway people, and they didn't have no – one, no one group this season has the numbers. No. And not the yet. girls, a lot of the new girls were, were not endeared to Amber. No, because like I don't know, so, if she was going around and so about it just last season a lot, but so it just shows like just such a uh, a lack of understanding of the game, um, you know, a lack of maturity on his part. It's just like, it, and it's just, and if you're gonna be like a guy on this show, just going forward for whatever reason, and I think like we are stuck with him. It's just come on, man, like tighten it up, you know. And I, like I said earlier, I think Casey's an idiot for working with him again. Because yeah. if somebody dogged me like that, nah. Yeah, we can apologize and maybe we can be friends outside of the show. I'm not, no, I'm not working with you. Not on the show. And I mean, they haven't been partners at all, so, or hadn't been, so maybe she was like, Alliance, sure, but do not, we are, we are not going to be partners. I couldn't imagine. Could you, could you, man, like... Anyone who's watched that that finale, I wouldn't want to be as think about like what what that would be like. She was like prepared to like finish that on one leg, like she was eating that food, and you're standing there like a little bitch baby, like nah, nah, nah. You don't come back from that. No one forgets that. He hasn't done himself any favors. No, at all. No, he hasn't. So, yeah. Oh, and also look, like I get it. He's. Muslim or something right like whatever your religion is you can't eat certain things whatever I mean if you want to be on the challenge you're gonna have to deal with it bro was that what it was I think that was part of it he's like oh well it's really hard for me to eat so and so things yada yada it's like that's part of the show was it hard for you to eat it or can you not eat it because of religious reasons because if that was the case they would have given you something else well they I didn't think that was a thing but I'd I'd have to go back and watch. I've definitely heard him complaining about that on the show. Well, like, it's, it's part it's of the show. Hard to eat. That's the that's not supposed to be like a steak dinner. Like it's yeah, it's disgusting. That's that's the challenge. Yeah. Right. And if it if it was something where it was hey, I for religious reasons, I can't do this, they would have gotten something else. Something else gross. Yeah. They probably but, they they probably would have just because it would be a bad look to be like, oh, your religion says you can't eat it anyway. Eat it any Like, that's not a good look. Yeah, no. You just no, being you're a just bitch. a fucking bitch baby. That's all it is. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I was really surprised because he... Because he did mention that he was fasting for Ramadan, and I do I think... I was waiting for that to play in somehow. Well, maybe if he had stayed. Maybe and it, it didn't. But yeah. But I was, I, I was cool with like, that, but I was like, way to like try and like fix your image there, bro. Like, nah, I just, you're the worst. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with you, your religion or whatever. I have seen, I have seen you and I am, you, you leave me wanting. 
Not a fan. Not a fan. I'm not. No. No. Not at all. Um, Though Kyle, net positive. The man is a delight. Ed. Ed is delightful. Uh, uh, Corey, I think, has calmed down quite a bit. Nelson isn't annoying me as much as he usually does in this season. I feel like a lot of them are better TV than they used to be. They've learned. Well, I do think Corey, too, is getting a little bit more how Leroy was, where he's like, okay, I've been doing this for how long? I've never won. I want to win a challenge. I want to win a challenge. I got to buckle down, get a little bit more serious, and let's fucking go. I think what's always going to derail Corey in the end, especially when it comes to these long endurance things, is like Bob, he does have a real bad knee. And we've seen that bite him in the ass again and again and again. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, remember, there was that the one bananas one. Corey was not that far behind. I think he actually ends up like doing decently well. Like, I think he finished third or something in that final. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, Fessy was fourth. Oh, I think okay. Kyle was okay. second. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I think it was like bananas, Kyle, Corey, Fessy, I believe. Can we talk about how but, Kyle is going to have a kid. <laughs> terrifying. But Corey was competing in that final at one point, and the bad knee got him. Yeah. And I think he's always going to have that problem. Yeah. Yeah. That's something you're always going to have to be aware of. And it might, you know. Well, it's been, the specter of it might come in and fuck you. Especially, like, in that situation. Like, th- you think about someone like me who's never going to be competitive for, um, for a podium, right? I, I will always try to you know, go for my own personal record. Sure. Right. But, um, you know, because I'm not chasing a podium, if something feels off in my legs, I'm slowing the fuck down. Like I'm not going to let, I'm not going to let myself get injured. Um, if I start feeling it, like I'm right, going to, there's no point. Right. But you're going for a podium. Um, you're, you're going to, you probably make a really dumb decision and push through it and potentially, you know, cause a long-term injury. And that's where Corey's at. Like he's, 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 you know, in that final, he's pushing himself as hard as he possibly can. And that probably exacerbated his injury. So it's, it's tough. Um, But I mean, there's a reason, there's a reason why once people get that injury prone tag in pro sports that, you know, because it tends to well, when be you're true. throwing a lot of money around too, it's right. I'm not going to pay you astronomical sums of money just to have you get injured and not get reap the rewards. Right, but you know, in in the in the case of this, I think you're right, Alex. I think that's you know, Corey's unlikely to win uh, a final for that reason alone. I think it depends on if the if format. he's if he's got a chance. I think he probably has a chance this season. I mean, I think CT's your dude to beat personally, but if because be Fessy's gone, it's going to be very tough to beat CT. I mean, Fessy doesn't have any endurance anyway, so. But uh, Corey could win this year. We'll see how. C- CT is just he's just the total package. Like he has no weaknesses. You know, like his political just- game is strong. He's actually strong. 
He has okay endurance. You know, I think he still smokes and everything. But considering he's a smoker, he's actually he's doing a pretty right. good athlete yeah. endurance-wise. Well, and he doesn't let himself... He was talking about it, I think, in this last one. He doesn't let the emotions of stuff... Anymore. Anymore. Right. He's not ripping people's heads off and eating them. Um, That's still the most brutal thing I've ever seen on the challenge. That was... Yeah. yeah. You know, CT's the only person... In all of challenge history, who's gotten kicked off the show twice and then has been invited back. <laughs> yeah, they're not letting Camilla back, I guess. Well, and she was good TV. And that got a little sad after a while, though. It was like, okay. The alcoholism? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I, I will say... Oh, her and Johnny is a team and rival. Oh, I, nah, that was pretty was great. It Rivals or Battle of the Exes or whatever mm-hmm. was, was pretty solid. You know, they kind of, they, they like overcorrected on the alcohol for a while, like to the point that like watching, and this is something else. This is one of the things I do have liked about this season is they're, they're actually having parties. They're having a good time. Well, and it's not just going to the club. They have actually like, they, they show them like hanging out and like. At the house. There's some levity. It's yeah. not this like dour dire like god this fucking well, the, sucks the worst season for that was that one you're talking about where cara maria and Polly were in control the whole time and the house was pure misery 24 7 yeah yeah it was like cara alone killed the whole mood of that home yep it's like incredible. Nice Nicely done. It's actually very impressive if you think about it to have such a bad mood that you make everyone else be in a bad mood all the time, like 20 other people. Mm-hmm. It's actually incredible. Indeed. Indeed. It's the fucking Steve Jobs. Uh, what did he used to have? The, You know what I'm talking about? Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah. Damn. Hey. I can't remember. You know who I miss? Laurel. Um, I wish they could get some of the good women back. Like that's that's really the sad thing about the show, is they just like so many of these women. They just make women look bad overall. It's just frustrating because you see the dudes show up to play, and the ladies are. It's just kind of like you know they care. let the guys run the game. They're not doing anything. They just vote however they're told. To Do you remember vote. that one time when Laurel grabbed the notebook and she like oh I don't who with she Devin. spelled it out was it. She sat him down and she's like, this is the Devin. way this, this is going to go. If you vote for me, th- I can explain to you exactly how this is going to go. She De- scared the fuck out of her. Yeah. And like, that was beautiful. Devin, Devin was a generally weak player who was just so great in interviews and just on the show in general. But uh, that was amazing. Uh, that was free agents. Um, that was a really good season. I've uh, been meaning to go back and watch that. But that's that. the thing. Like, I would, lo- yeah, I'd love to have Laurel back. I'd love to have Emily Schramm back. Um, but more than that, I want new, younger, there good women. There has to be some athletic women out there who are in good shape, and they can go. And you just don't want to be. They on the have challenge. some personality. One would think. One would hope. Like they have to be out there. Well, and they, then even they should he honestly, did. They should honestly do what they used to do. They should go and they should just cast around the country, do the casting events, and just just bring in thousands of people. Someone's going to come 
who is actually going to be good for the show. Because you did try, like, athletes last year, and that didn't work. The, oh. stuff, the, stuff, the stuff where they cast from other reality shows still mostly sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, every once in a while you get an ed, but... For the most part, most of or these Kyle. most of these rookies, yes, but most of these rookies are that terrible. have been on this season are completely forgettable yes. nobodies. Yes, I would agree with you. Like Ed you, is the only one that I mean, I remember his name, first of all. That's and I think that's the huge. only reason we really like Ed is because he was just so positive and genuine. That's definitely and part of it. If he keeps it. doing yeah. the show, they're gonna eventually stop that out of him. <laughs> Let's just be honest. Wear him down to a little nub. <laughs> Can we how many t- how many have we gotten? Two people who have volunteered themselves down to elimination already this season. I don't know. That That's a thing volunteer. with the with the newbies. They like they get that it's in their they head. They prove themselves, and it's like don't fucking do that, dummy. Like don't they don't need a skull. Like let's not just right. let's not let just don't be an idiot. Okay, please, just stay to the back. Your time will eventually come because yep. you are a rookie, and it just that's the way it goes. But. Calm the fuck down. Yeah, I'm happy, you know. I think I think like you said, I would like the worst performer of the day to automatically go into elimination. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I think the format's kind of fun, you know. Yeah, where no, yeah. I've been enjoying it. You can vote it you you know, the winners vote in or the house votes in a team. And then the winners of the challenge get to pick two people from any team. I like that, too. And that allows for a lot of sniping. And then the, where they're at now, where the person who gets voted in gets to pick who they're going against. I really like I that. I think that's yeah. fun, too. Because yeah. then, like, yeah, the winning team is safe, so you definitely want to win. Yeah. You know, you're really motivated to win. But the teams could get shooken up anyway because the person who comes back could choose right. to go on any and team And if you want. lose, you're a target, potentially. Right. The only thing I think that sucks is because there's a women's week and a men's week, like we saw this week with the women. They were not motivated to try for the most part because they have no reason to. Right, right. Yeah. And try, they did not. No, not really. I think Casey tried. And and next week, week, the men probably won't give that strong of an effort either, more than likely. We'll see. Whenever I watch the next episode. That's true. Cause I know when Bob's going to watch it the moment this fucking podcast ends. <laughs> um, if Here's a question. If you, if you throw the loser of the daily into elimination automatically, which are you, which are you taking away? The house vote or the winner's vote? I think you're taking away the house vote because you want the thing where people have to go to the winners in politic and try to make deals and get them on their side. And it gives you it gives you an incentive because you need the incentive to win. Yes. If you only have the house vote, then there's only incentive not to lose. Right. You need the incentive to win and you do need the incentive to not lose. To me. That's just my opinion. And again, the format this season has been working pretty solidly for yeah, me. I, I think overall it's been a good season. The format's yeah. good enough. I just, like you said, I wish they would actually bring back punishments for losing. So not only so people would be motivated to try, but so some crazy shit can happen right. when someone has an uncharacteristic bad showing 
Because it does happen. Yeah, or, you know, someone someone who's good bad luck. slips on a fucking banana peel, and all of a sudden now they're in the elimination. Right. And now they got to go around the house and try to politic the person in who they want to go against. See, I think one of the things that I would guess production likes about the the not throwing someone into elimination is that that opens them up a little bit more to challenges where like most of the cast can't finish it or like you would have many people who couldn't finish. Um, At least it makes it easier. Yeah. I, I just think in general, the past like two, three, four seasons, whatever the daily challenges have mostly been mediocre. It's like they've, run out of ideas there hasn't been anything particularly memorable don't know what's good tv in terms of the daily challenges or something i mean i just a lot of them aren't doing anything for me and you know i understand like for them they feel like the political machinations are the important part of the show sure and they are important but i think having the actual athletic stuff be visually appealing as well is also important and you can do multiple things right like you can do the super serious athletic event and you could also do trivia. the funny thing and you could do the trivia like i know like you must remember remember that one i don't know what season it was but when it was like there was a bar and the bar was covered in soap or something. Yes. So they had to grind on the soap to get to the answer or something. I, that I, shit I remember was, that. That yeah. shit was hilarious, you know, and they need more of that. Well, and like go back and like you have a like an insane history. You can like start grabbing stuff from the past, man. Who gives they, a they shit? Used to, yeah, just redo things. They used to do, they did that one where... They had to cover, you're like covering your partner. It was one of the rivals or the battles of the exes or whatever where they hated each other, you know, at the beginning. Oh, we all hate each other. Right. Where they had to cover the partner in honey. I remember and then that. the partner <laughs> had to it walk was across the battle the of the beam. exes. They had to like. They had, yeah, they had to put as much honey onto them as possible. Then walk across the beam yeah. and then try to get the honey off their body into the bucket. Yeah. And that was fun to watch like they need more of that like the one they just did where it's like they drop they jump from beam to beam Eh, i mean and they did they had the the fire hose thing but it was like yeah you're not close enough that it's doing it. you're not really hitting it's like yeah they're i understand it's probably annoying but it's not like you're blasting people well because you can't do that because you would severely injure them probably (laughs) Um, yeah but at the same time then it's like get something that's a little less intense than a fire hose. I, I you can still do something. I can't even tell you one challenge this season where it was like, oh, that was really cool. I just think they're always focused on something looking cool rather than it actually being fun to watch. Like they're always focused on, oh, TJ comes in and he's driving a supercar or TJ comes in on the boat or TJ comes in on the helicopter. He's got that in his the, contract. And we though, get the cool why. shot for the show. Right. Like I it's really it. the TJ show. <laughs> well, I get it. And you should do that, but you could also make the actual what, challenge itself. What I want the dailies to be, I want the dailies to be like something like I would do this for fun. Yeah. Like, you like, that's what that's what bananas would always say. Like, I come here because this shit's fun, you know. Right. right. Like, it, it's like, yeah, you want things where you you're like, oh man, that would be so cool to do with a group of people. 
Yeah, I can't think of any of those things to your in this season where I'd be like, yeah, I'd go and do that. Um, you know, like maybe the closest one was the the one where they were flying the helicopter and they had to throw stuff from the helicopter to the car. Yeah, that was okay. That that was kind of fun, but even still, I mean, it lasted two minutes and, and then it was over, and it's like. I just find myself a lot of the daily challenges, especially I'm just mashing fast forward. Like, okay, I'm okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what's happening. Okay, cool. Let me well, move on. And I've noticed a lot like, well, one, just in general, these episodes are way too long. They do not need to be. There's no reason hour. they're an hour. An 45 hour. minutes, please. Yeah. Like, which means if you're watching it live, it's an hour and a half. I can't watch things on MTV Live because it's a commercial it. every six minutes. I can't watch, seriously, I can't watch anything with commercials. It's too painful. And a lot of these streaming services, if there is something with commercials, they just run the same two commercials over and over and uh-huh. over again. Which, to me, if I were an advertiser, I would not want that because, yes, they're seeing your product a thousand times. But there's an anger But they're also seeing your product right. a thousand times. And, and it's then like, they ooh, hate you. That, I'm never buying that ever. Yeah. yeah, I will spite not buy this yep. for all eternity. I might have to buy the Turkey Trot shirt, though. It just keeps popping up on it. That's because they know. They know. And they're good at that. And they're like. They've gotten me a few times, too. It's like, uh, fine. You or know? it's like, oh, this shirt. Alex, is $46 too much for a long sleeve shirt? Yes. Absolutely. Okay. Um, moving on. But, Bob, if you want it, you should say yes. <laughs> he never says yes, Erica. No, never. Never. Doesn't do any. No. Doesn't do anything he ever wants to do. Never does. Never. He should just, he should indulge. He should. This one time. Just the one time. <laughs> this one time. Just the one time. Yeah. YOLO. <laughs> I grow weary. Oh, uh, like you're time, welcome. <laughs> the last time I looked at my phone, it was like ten. It's like ten to eleven. Now. We we have been going for two hours and forty five minutes. It's good long, but um, no, yeah. I um, I'm glad we started watching because I have enjoyed what I've seen so yeah, far. It's it's been good. Um, I uh. I hope the I hope the final is like a real final. Uh, I don't know. It's for I guess for me, and it's probably because it was the first season I watched. I go back to that rivals final. Like to me, that's like the pinnacle of finals. Well, and again, it's fun. It's not just fun to watch people run miles and miles and miles and suffer. They need to be doing something. Yes. They need to be having to remember something or carrying something along the way. Like, there has to be something going on. Just saying, no offense. Just watching someone run 10 miles is boring. Oh, yeah. No. Believe me, I completely understand. I'm, like, deep in my heart, I have this desire to run a 100-mile race. I have no desire for anyone to watch me do it. Because it would be awful. It's incredibly boring. Meet you at the end. <laughs> but yeah, so you're, you're 100%. It's got to be more than just 
Or wherever he passes out on the course. I, I wasn't going to say it. but Hey, you know, they say you're not a true ultra runner until you finish a 100-mile race and until you DNF a 100-mile race. Hey, Erica. Yes, dear. You know, Bob told me something the other day that I couldn't believe because I was under the impression that Bob liked cars and racing games. He told me he doesn't like the Forza games. Really? When did I ever say I liked racing games? How many times have we heard him talk about Forza? I remember, like, you... No, you've... It's a thing that you have said in the past. Maybe not recently, but no, you've... I like karting games. No, I definitely remember you, like, being excited for one of the Forza I have, games. I've tried a few, like, simulator class racing games, and they... I, it's one of those things where it always seems like a better idea than it ends up being. Like, I just, I get into them and I'm like, eh, this just isn't what I want. Like, I have no desire to sit down and, like, do a career in a, in a, a racing game. It's like, I just want to get in, get the silly car, and drive fast around the track. That's all I want to do. Well, how would you like to drive around the beautiful country of Mexico? Um, what are my odds of getting kidnapped? Zero. Well, that's not realistic then. <laughs> wow, you're not in the price range to get pit kidnapped, Bob. You have to. You be wouldn't rich. get kidnapped. Your head would just get chopped off. You'd oh, just be indiscriminately murdered. Yeah, okay. they'd be like, "We're kidnapping you for the ransom," and Bob would be like, "I have no one has any money." You must have me mistaken. Me. They're like, "Oh, really? Oh, okay." okay. And Chop the head and off, and you're dead. Can we can we just not like do the suffering part of this? Can we just get to the part where you put me out of my misery? Like, I, well, I think if they chop your head off like properly, that you're really not suffering. Well, uh, no, no, I'm but saying it needs to be a clean, I, solid, I, I not a hacking what I'm situation. Is, what I'm you got to get through oh the first way. What I'm saying is, I don't want like the three weeks of them thinking I have money. And then me suffering, oh, I see. sitting in a, like I a see. hole somewhere. I see. It's like, if you're going to kill me, let's let's just do this. Let's just, just put the bullet in my brain. Yeah, let's just go. I have a question. Yes. If your head got chopped off, let's say cleanly, one swipe, head chopped off. Mm-hmm. Is there like five seconds before you run out of blood where you're seeing your decapitated body as your head rolls away? I think there's no way there's not. Like, you're, you're there's aware. There's got to be a few seconds. For, like, yeah. Because it's like, I know you're you're cut off from everything, and your spinal cord is severed, and that fucks you up, and you do have a bit of... But, no, yeah, no. You're aware for... There's got to be a few an seconds. An appalling amount like, of time. Holy shit. Right. My head... Is not a part of my body, but at anymore. least the sweet embrace of death is seconds away. So, <laughs> I mean, right, Bob? This has to be a thing, right? I, this this is something that has been debated in medical circles for millennia. I feel time like. in memoriam. <laughs> okay. And there is really no way to find out for sure, not other for than cutting someone's sure. head off. Right. So, I feel like I feel like there was. Like a scientist who is, you know, proclaimed to be a heretic because, you know, he's a scientist and they cut his head off and he said, I would try and blink. I will blink if I can for science. Did he blink? I don't remember. I don't know. 
but I feel like I've heard that's uh, like I, something about it that. It just seems to me if someone like puts a gun up to your head and pulls the trigger, to me, I would imagine that's instant. Like you probably don't even know. Because you're destroying the brain. Right. Because yeah. you probably don't even know that you've been killed. Right. You're just like you're just dead. alive one second and dead the next, right? right? So that seems like the ideal way to go. Well, you want it as quickly as possible. Right. You don't, I don't want to drown. It. There's no suffer. No, no suffering, yeah, please. No. That's why I always say, like, could the nuke just drop on my home? Exactly. If the meteor like, is going to come. that's like, boom, instant, you're dead. Oh, yeah. It's See, see the only problem with the nuke dropping on your home is I, I think there's a reality that you would get advance warning of it. Maybe. But if the siren just goes off, that's the same siren they use for a tornado. So... I would just be like, "What a nice oh, clear day!" Oh, they must be testing tornado. the sirens. Oh, whatever. Let's come in. Yeah, the basement. Cool. Boom. You're dead. Well, what you really want is it to actually like fall and collide. You don't want it to explode in the atmosphere because then that could be. That oh could no, be, you don't want the gnarly. nuclear. Yeah, you don't want the um, the radiation death. Right. No. That's bad. Bad. That's a bad time. No, bad I want it. <laughs> I want it right on my skull. Yeah. Yeah. Instantaneous. Just. Yeah. Just gone. You guys will die from the nuclear fallout, but I'll just die. I don't know. I think we're close enough that, I don't know. It would depend. Yeah, you probably just get obliterated. Instantaneous it is. But. I don't know. Um, well, you know, our town is a, a primary target. Oh, clearly. For for uh, well, nuclear annihilation. If there's going to be a holy reckoning... It's going to be all the people around here that get taken, Bob. It's just churches all over the place. <laughs> you ever seen so many churches? I've been to the south. <laughs> there's more here. This is factual. There's, there's, a, there's more a here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the challenge has been enjoyable. Also, since I brought it up, uh, Forza Horizon 5 came out. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Oh solid. my God, the graphics, Erica. The graphics. See, I would download it, but somebody had to start a 26 gigabyte download for a game that we could have transferred between Xboxes. So I gotta watch my data cap. Yeah, just download it anyway and shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be something for you to do when your knee explodes on the next run. Hey, hey. My knee's holding up fine. Thank your you. your knee is doing spectacularly well for a young virile <laughs> stud you got through it that time i did nice job that's because i had practiced it already erica yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right well thanks for being here in your own home and thanks to bob the dog for snoring through this whole goddamn podcast hug me hold me tight This has been a Puma Knife production.